everyone, welcome to the RP Geeks. Um, we are here tonight playing Dungeons and Dragons and Science. Welcome everyone. Um, this is our actual play campaign set in the future sci-fi world of Braxigan 2. Um, and if you stick around after the adventures, we will be delving into some of the science behind the world. The right. <laughs> I just had, I dropped a dice. Ah. <laughs> Such Sorry. commitment to the dice. Like, what did you roll? It was a what D20. Did you roll? I don't know. I was too oh. busy being in pain. Not one on dexterity. Smashed my head off as I came back up. Oh, darling. I was saying something about what we do, science. We, we talk about the science later. That's in the D&D brief section. That is coming up after the after the main show. Unless um, we have a chat of opportunity, which yes, has been known to happen. Let's not make it more confusing than it already is. <laughs> also, more singing should happen. Yeah, I, I could get on board That was nice. This. I like that. Singing. We should always sing when we have like, we should have a chat of opportunity jingle. And a DD brief jingle. Oh, we do our breast brainstorming during our intros. This is fantastic, guys. <laughs> right, I'm going to introduce. No, I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Charmini. Hi there. Um, I'm a science communicator, um, and I am playing mysterious sorcerer Tenebris. Um, Simon. Hello, I am Simon. I see him pronouns, and I am playing the. Uh, I, I, for some reason, I was about to introduce Bates' as character. I don't know why. Uh, I'm not, I am not playing Infinity. Uh, I am playing Uriel, the cybernetically enhanced human that we are treating as a dwarf monk, specifically. Um, and I do science and stuff, like sciencey video things. I don't have a proper job. Whereas, Emily Bates, you do. I, I mean, I have a job. It's, it's a real thing that I do. Hi, I'm Emily Bates. I use she, her pronouns. And I play Infinite Sky 6000, not Uriel. Um, and Infinity <laughs> is a terraforming druid droid who is technically a druid wood elf, but ignore that, she's a robot. Hashtag druoid. We're gonna make <laughs> it a druoid. Yeah. Finally, our lovely DM. My name is Ali Jennings. Um, no, she I said use... the lovely DM. Oh, snap. I'm trying to get him on side, Simon. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Nice. Nice, guys. Real good. All this, all oh this silence. Oh I've just been writing stuff. That's all I've been doing, so. Oh no. It's like you haven't been rolling will. intimidatingly. No, it's no all rolling. One of us says something, he rolls the dice and looks down and is like, oh, I guess. Brave choice. Uh, I'm the DM, I use uh, he, him pronouns. Uh, I too am a science communicator, essentially. Um, let's do it. Let's roll the thing. So, where were we? The party had arrived in the mining colony of Val 25D0 and had been sent immediately to uncover a smuggling operation high in the Mukinji Mountains that tower over the forest around them. After venturing deep underground, they tracked down a smuggler gang led by Raunak Lightpounder, an exiled miner trying to open up a huge unearthly wall buried deep under the mountains. They fought and the party bravely ran away and eventually ended up walking back through the forests to Val. On the way, they were saved from wolves by tree people 
and have now at last reached the gates of Val. Their initial task complete, and as they approach, they look in through the walls and they see a slightly strange sight. As you all gaze through these gates, you see the clouds above the village are hanging heavy. There are dewdrops hanging on the grass and there are puddles splattering the streets. It's been raining. You can smell the smells of wet vegetation and, and clear running water. But the people inside are kind of all over the place. There is hubbub. You see miners all clumped together in groups, maybe swaying drunkenly across the grass through the puddle, splashing. You hear voices shouting loudly. I tell you what, if this goes on another day, I'm the. Uh, that's going to be healthy. It's going to be healthy. But no, you shot. There's nothing you're going to do. These voices carry um, through the thick, heavy air. Um, you can see in the middle of the main street. So just to remind you, Val is built around one main road that travels from the gate through the middle of the colony. And there are uh, colony pods. So basically long, thin uh, housing structures scattered around it. Uh, on either side of the road. In the middle of this one street, you can see that one of the huge uh, mining trucks that carries the ore from the mine to the colony has been slalomed and is uh, in the mud and is sitting uh, crossways across the street. And from inside, you can see the the whole cab has been steamed up and you can see two or three sort of silhouettes sort of rolling around inside there. You don't know what's going on too, not close enough to hear anything. What you can hear is the sound of fiddling. A Kaylee is being played in the middle of the street and you see uh, these cybernetically enhanced miners, these people with metal legs, sometimes with metal arms. Some of them have even lost whole halves of their bodies. Um, with these pistons and these uh, uh, different additions to make them better deep underground, are dancing a jig as well as they can around a single individual playing a violin in the middle of the street. And they're hitting these puddles, they're slipping, they're sliding and falling over. There's laughter, uproarious laughter as they dance and jig around. But in some other places, there are little huddles, people not looking so kind scowls frowns dark faces you hear angry voices what would you like to do so are we still on the other side of the fence so the wall that surrounds val is made of all bits of patchwork metal and plates so you couldn't see through it you are outside the gate and one door of that gate has been left open which in itself is strange given how tightly they were guarding it before. What time is it? Seems to be having. Sorry, sorry. I was just saying, like we've been, like we woke up and then we've, we woke up and then we got walked, and then we got attacked by wolves, and then it was the night. Is it the night? No, it's. We slept. Oh, did we sleep? It's the late oh, morning. Late morning. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Everyone seems to be having a lovely time. <clears throat> it is a party. Hey, I've never been to a party before. <laughs> 
Maybe you... they're happy that um, Raunak's dead? Maybe. Something must have happened. Maybe that light thing was, was good. Maybe they mined the, the best best jewels they could mine. I should don't know what ask... miners like. I think we should go... Okay, let's ask someone. It's never well, sure we should speak to should... people. I think you should. Okay, I will also ask where is um, Reeve? Reeve. Uh, that's, that's the important thing. Mm -hmm. got, just look. The did, their name have an, did their name have an A on the end? I don't want to say I it wrong. It, it would be embarrassing. I, I, I think it was so Reeve. There was just no A. Three. Okay, or Sandy. We could ask for Sandy because we like Sandy. I, li okay. I like Sandy. I'm just going to get in, get here. paid, nice. and we can leave. Uh, are there anyone? Are there anyone like near the gates, looking like they should be guarding the gates? Uh, there is not. No. Okay. Uh, we we'll go. wander in. Um, is there anyone who looks like they're watching the dancing and enjoying themselves, but not busy dancing? So I don't want to disturb any dancing. Uh, the dancing is kind of amoeboid in the way that it's where it's sort of spreading out and sucking itself back in. It's pretty chaotic. Sometimes it ends up going round the enormous truck in the middle. Sometimes it sort of actually leaves the street, goes around one of the carts, comes back, it breaks, it comes back together. So it's difficult to to really get in its way. It just sort of floods over people and then and comes back. Are they back. dancing the hokey cokey? They're what? dancing something. Roll a history check to see if you know oh, what they're doing. Oh dancing. my god, amazing. <laughs> right, Roll see. for dance history. Dance history. Oh, hang on. What's that with my modifier? You're uh, efficient yeah. in history of dance. That's 22. <laughs> okay, let me just check my, check my notes. You're because real secret dance. You have notes. Not I do like a mentat. <laughs> like my eyes roll back as I access my dance archives. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let me just give me you a dance. I was just checking. <laughs> What's. I don't know. He really cares about the dances. What's he checking? Don't Why is know. this a thing? Why and is he this He never checks his notes. He just, just knows makes, things. Yeah, all it makes it up because it doesn't matter. So just think it's The miners are suspicious of you of knowing their dance <laughs> immediately. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Uriel, from where you're from, enjoyment is sometimes a luxury. But. On the very special occasions where there is a celebration, you dance this dance. You know it as the Circassian Circle. An old, old Kaylee passed down through generations. No one really knows where it's from, but it's likely that it was brought with the first colonizers and has remained in some form throughout the whole time here on Brexigantia. Does it involve putting your right leg in, your right leg out? In, out, in, out? Is there possibly a step involving shaking it all about? Shaking that, it all about? That final step is where you see most of the miners having their problems. Their piston-like legs are quite good at putting <laughs> them in and out. But the shaking it all about, <laughs> that you see lots of them going down, you hear, Oh, cakey, I'm not couldn't do the way I used to. Well, you lost half your arm, didn't you? And that all crashing it. 73. Well, I don't know. I don't need any more from, from you on that. And that and that that kind of continues. As you're looking around, um, searching for someone who's maybe just sitting on the side, enjoying the ambience, you see a figure break through um, the circle of people mm. and walking towards, straight towards you all. Oh. With purpose. Oh. Do we know face. the figure? 
you recognize Trouble. them. Trouble. This short, slightly stockier figure dressed in a dowdy kind of grey, all-in-one uh, suit with thick boots Is it as that boy? Sandy. <laughs> Sandy! Sandy! Sandy Clunchfist, who you first met... Oh, what was her surname? Sorry, I don't think we heard her surname before. Could you Clunchfist? say that again? Clunchfist. 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 Oh. Like okay. Clunch... With an E? C-L-U-N-C. Oh, no, no, there's okay. no G there. <laughs> Clunchfist. And you so, will refer to her by her entire name, as she prefers to be called. Uh, Is she Dr. Clunchfist? <laughs> That's, that's you can a ask her. Isn't it? You can ask her. She comes towards you quickly and with purpose. On her face, you can see that she wears not a frown, but an expression of concern. Sorry. Sorry. being a prick. I'm not being a prick. <laughs> Right, um... Oh, Sandy, we were, we were looking for you! Sandy, um, we are back! Look, it's us! She raises a finger to her lips, takes She's you... it, sorry. Oh. Simon. Simon, stop it now. Simon. I'm not doing anything, sorry. You, you did, though, didn't you? All <laughs> get in minute. the zone for our... I'm not the one who named the character! You're the one who took it too far. Though, People have you? names <laughs> that are valid names, even if they're funny to you. It's not Sandy's fault. It's mm, inherited. It's Good point. Exactly. Think of Sandy. Or Sandy, as she's supposed to be called. <laughs> oh my god, what? Okay, Sandy. We're not, we're not okay, going. anyway, we're not. right. <laughs> Keep going. There's an accent. Um, oh, I was, watching, <laughs> I was watching the dancing. She puts her finger to her lips and ushers you all quickly to the side, off the road, and between uh, the blocks of buildings. Hi, hi Sandy. Uh, are you okay? Oh, Shh. sorry. She looks over her shoulder, Shh. at the road behind her, checks, and then forces her way through the door of one of these oh. pods. Do you think maybe we could dance later? Finger to the lips. She's looking severe now. She closes the door behind her. Looks around. Then crosses her arms. And sighs. She looks each one of you up and down. Taking in your bedraggled appearance. Oh. Been adventuring, have you? Uh, yeah. Yes, we stopped the smugglers. They are definitely not going to be smuggling anymore. They promised as much. Yes. We did the job so well. We would like to talk to Reeve, though. Yes, and we would like to tell her how we did the job, and we did it fantastically, and now there is no more smuggling, and if she wanted to hire us again, we would be available, or, you know, writing a letter of recommendation for future jobs. We were going to tell her the other thing, though, weren't we? The wall of light that exploded yes. and nearly killed us? Yes. Oh, yeah, you that's see probably her important. eyes widen for a second, and then she puts up her hand. 
there are some things you should probably be aware of before we go any further. God, what have we done? Okay. You might have noticed a change around here. Party time. People seem very happy. That's one way of putting it. Two days ago, the mine caved in. Lots of tunnels lost. Happened at night. So no one was injured. Lots of the electronics were blown out as well. I happen to know that because I'm close to Reeve, but that's not commonly known. That's maybe a day or so after you three were seen on camera going into the mine, but never coming out. Well, we did, but we just didn't come out that way. We we, we were left via the water exit. There's there's, there's a river that goes underground. We, we, we left via that. Clearly we came out because we're here now. We, we could we still be in the know. mine and be here now. We didn't uh, realize the, the mining operation ca was was caved in. Uh, that, that sounds really bad for your mining. It must be what Raunak was doing with the wall. Yeah, we, we might know why that was. Um... I, I cannot wait to hear about this wall and about Raunak. But just so you're aware, before you attempt to regain your spoils from Reeve, you should know she's under very serious pressure. Oh. Uh, from, from who? The company have taken a dim line of this cave-in. They're looking for a scapegoat. And currently, that's her. But it could be someone else, if you catch my drift. Oh, no, um, oh, uh, the, the, the drift is because people saw us going in, then they'll say it was our fault. That was the drift. It was Raunak's fault. Yeah, it's blame Raunak. It was his fault. Yeah, but, but you know what? Um, maybe, maybe we don't need to tell Reeve. Uh, maybe we just say... Okay, bye, and then we just go away and just let things be because you know things happened. People are very stressed. They lost their their mine, which is big deal for miners. Then you two won't get paid. Maybe Not necessarily. Maybe it is okay if we don't get paid by Reeve in monies. <laughs> what would let we get me... paid in? <clears throat> Never is me... like doing weird looks. <laughs> Something else. <laughs> Let oh, me yeah, ask we, you a question. Who we, yeah. A couple of things, strange things have happened on top of this. A cave in that could maybe be explained. The electronic blowout, that's harder. But what I have noticed from other sources is that Ronak's shipments have been mysteriously halted. What oh, that was us. Dead. That, yeah, we, we, we stopped the smuggling. We didn't yes. kill him, though. The wall, the wall of light definitely killed him. 
Yes. But on top of that, do you know how long it takes management to send out even one engineer to a cave-in? I'll tell you, it takes roughly one month. Oh, I have long never, time. I have never seen this many of management engineers out the door and up the hill so fast. That makes me wonder. What does it make you wonder? It makes me wonder what Raunak was doing. We will try to help tell you, but we didn't really ask many questions. So we only saw, but we didn't totally understand. But we will absolutely tell you. And then if you can, like, just, you know, tell management engineers it was not us and then we will just we will just leave quietly i think and then no one will be mad at us tenebris you sound very suspicious it wasn't us well i, I know it wasn't us but what if reeve wants to say it was us so that reeve doesn't get in trouble you know because reeve, well, otherwise reeve be... will get in trouble but then reeve will be blaming you and that would be a lie she doesn't perhaps you start by telling me what it was that runak was smuggling we didn't figure that out. Oh, no, we have the artifact. No, yeah, but don't. that wasn't... Oh, we? <laughs> we have that stuff. Oh, did you take no. it? Did we give it to well, a fish person? No, we gave it to a fish person. Did we? we gave it to the... Oh, yeah. they turned you... it into like a, an iPad or something. No, um... they just cleaned it. <laughs> Hang they, on. It had the cool rock underneath, right? Uh, they wait a minute. No, they just kept it because... The, no, 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 no. no. They did. We, no, they we give them the artifact. They turn it into something. They etch language into it. Smooth... A smooth yeah. metal cap. So I mean, they must have given it back to us. I'm they sure don't they hang it around their neck because that was their whole thing about collecting. I'm ninety percent convinced we still have it. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure we still have it. I don't know which one of us does. You guys still have that artifact, right. and what they did was they chipped some of the crystals off it to reveal a smooth surface underneath with writing on it. Smooth matte metal inside. With Wait, was the, was the writing text. already on it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The, we don't know because they chipped crystals off, so it could have been, right? No, no, no. It was all there before. They didn't spend long. They just sort of cleaned it up and gave it back. Right. But it, um, the, the, the writing could have been there under the crystals the whole time. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, I got this thing in my probe that I just <laughs> remembered. Um, they were looking for things like this. Well, not exactly like this. This one was actually carved for us like, by a fish person. Bit of a long story. But uh, this material was what they were looking for. And we think. Is it? How do you know that? We well, know that's that. what he was interested in. Is it? Oh, yeah. You saw the way that he was with that wall. He, he was, there were a uh, lot of crystals. DM, oh. did I notice, <laughs> so bad I noticed something about the wall being the same as the. Crystals are the same, right? The crystals in the cave. The crystals in the, on the artifact are the same, or were the same as the crystals that you saw in the cave, yes. Hmm. There was a whole wall made of this. So, have you taken this out? Yeah. Sandy points to the table uh, uh, in this sort of uh, this pod living space. You place Are there it. geese around your house? Are, are these in the music? It's not geese. It, no, it is actually geese. <laughs> it it's like skeins it. of geese flying overhead. That's what it is. They're just very, very loud, oh. and the sound carries extremely well in this. I'm, uh 
atmosphere. I love this. Unfortunately, you're in a pod. You can't see them, but you can hear them. If you wish to interpret, like, if you wish to not speak goose, not interpret. Speak goose. All right. Excuse me one second. Goose spook. Goose speak. As you are looking out of the window to try and see these geese, um, you see uh, Sande is looking carefully at the artifact. Um, she looks at it from all sides, moves in closer to it. But she doesn't touch it. After all, a minute of just examining it, she stands up and she looks at you all again and there's a slight change to the way she holds herself. She's a little bit more open. Her eyes are a little bit less tight. She's slightly more trusting of you. And in fact, she almost looks curious. Now, there's a funny thing about Ronak. He was ever a two-bit thug could never pull off anything. And yet, he had protection from some powerful people. It was you know, magic. Magic. There was a magic lady. Mm. She's Would we too. call it magic in this universe? It seemed like magic. Uh, good. Yeah. Well, uh, metaphorically, because I didn't understand what was happening. But like, to, I suppose well, the counter argument is like, to people several hundred years ago, we still refer to magic, and we use stuff that to them would look like magic. Like the concept of magic isn't sure. negated by technology. No. So, I think it's fine. It may have seemed like magic to you, but I'm sure there's some logical explanation for it. RP geeks, dandy. No. I happen to belong to a group of people who would be very interested in knowing more about what Ronek was doing and who was protecting him and whether that's linked to the fact that the company have sent up these engineers so very, very fast. And not only that, they seem to be not allowing our people back in until they've done with their observations. You may have noticed a slightly febrile atmosphere. The dancing. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Why are people happy if they're out of a job? Because they're drunk. Oh, oh that out. makes more sense now. Maybe we should try drinking again. Now, listen to me. I'm a member of an organisation that I hope you've never heard of. And she looks directly at you, Infinity. Oh. And as you look into her eyes, you see behind the blackness of the pupil, for a second, an iridescent shimmer. A shape on the back of her retina forms the shape of an R, almost italicized. You see it do for I, a second, and then it's I gone. Do I recognise it? Uh, roll a history check. Oh, come on. Come on. Okay, new dice. Let's oh see. Oh my god, she's in got. Team Rocket. <laughs> uh, that's a 13. Uh, you do not know. Um, 
the rest, the other, uh, other two, um, Tenebris and Uriel, she looks to both of you again and you both see the same thing, this flicker of a shape behind her eye. Do we know what it is? <laughs> Everybody try. Uh, you guys can also roll history checks, yes. Not my strong suit. Ten. Eight. <laughs> I know dance and nothing else. <laughs> ah. I'm Billy Elliot. <laughs> you can call us the Red Runners. Yes, I can. That's a now, great name. Now we've heard of you. Is it okay for us to have heard of you? Because you said you hope we haven't heard of you. I simply think that we should keep ourselves secret from those who have no need of knowing of us. Cool. That's my opinion. I like that. That's cool to have a secret gang. Like, like super secret friends. It's fun. Wait, now listen. You been, your eyes enhanced. Listen to me. And you feel a cold sense of authority radiate out from her at that moment. And then it's gone again. And she withdraws into herself that same slightly grey, difficult to read figure again. Oh my god, she's a teacher. <laughs> Sorry, but we're in love. We've <clears throat> we would like to know what Ronak has been doing, who Ronak has been working with, and what it is that they are looking for. We're looking for he's dead now. If you think that this stops with the death of a two-bit thug. I think you're very wrong, my friend. I thought you were talking about Ranak, but I understand now you were talking about a group as a whole. This, and she points at the artifact, this could be something very special, or very dangerous, or well, very is... lucrative. It does work as a weapon. If you, like, bonk someone with it, then... It, it, and, and one I time, wouldn't. it went... And then, obviously, hit the ceiling. It was... It was really... Boom. She nearly died. I nearly died. I did. Sander takes another look at it. Takes half a step back. That's good to know. I could have done with being told that earlier, but... Sorry, sorry. You want to throw it. Like, if you just I'll pick it up and just, like, toss it from hand to hand. Like, if you just do this, it's absolutely fine. But, like, just don't, Yariel, Yariel, don't throw it. Don't throw it. Yariel, stop it. Oh, sorry. Roll a dexterity save. Oh. Ah. I was going to do that. Why would you tempt this? Yes. I'm going to die. Uh, yes. Come on, that. monkey. Watch this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... That's a 20. Synthetic 20. Yeah, okay. yeah, That's enough. You juggle it for a second, it slips out of your hand, you catch it just by your knee. Everybody's, and you look up, and everybody's completely silent. It kind of... I got you there. Frozen. Uh, Uriel, maybe you should put it away now. No. I would like to offer you a deal. <gasps> deal? I would like you to find out who is behind this and what it means, and find out about this strange smuggling they've been doing. Is this in parallel with the previous deal or sequential with it? Is this new job? Reeve and I, we may work in parallel at times, but believe me, she does not represent the people that I do. This is a separate engagement. And it's secret, right? Secret job. 
It's very secret, my dear. We'll just say we're looking for fossils. We've, we've practiced in this. <laughs> no Archaeologists. I have heard talk of people talking about fossils in the camp recently. Was that y'all or...? That was us. Well, it's a, it's a noble pursuit. It is really uh, nice that, that, you know, you think we did a good job and you want to hire us again. And I think this is the really good news for our careers. Without meaning offence, I would have never hired a group of no-hopers such oh. as yourself. Rude. But you've yeah. proved me wrong. And that's why I offer this to you now. So, in return for this information, this work you will do for me and us, I offer you the favour of the Red Runners. We, we get paid in, in a favour? Like, I owe you one. That sounds what nice. Is it, what is it that you want? Would you be able to get us off planet? <laughs> Lily, <laughs> you don't know much about the Red Runners, do you, my dear? Uh, remembering what you just said, no, I do not. Getting things off planet is rather our speciality. Oh, that's great! Because Uriel has, has a very important um, home to go back to. Yeah, do you have any routes that go via, like, you know, Nikolai's system, like Martin's Bane? She's not listening. She's looking <laughs> at the artifact. Or role play for you. <laughs> oh, great. You like see... role play against my mother. Cool. <laughs> you see her brow furrow. And then she looks to all of you. Very well. We have two options here, as I see it. First, my preferred. You take this artifact immediately to the Red Runners in Gunka. Find someone named Kaya Leon. They're going to help wait, wait, wait. you. You want us to go back to Gunka? That's where they are. That's where the Red Runners is based. I would like to go there. Oh. Alright. Now, there's only one way, as far as I can tell. Unless you want to check back on your wee feet, you're going to need to take the shuttle. Now the shuttle is here today, but it's going to leave and with all the engineers and the company people on it. To get to Gunka in time, and with this, you'll need to sneak onto that shuttle. Oh, could we not pay? Here we come to the real problem facing you all, regardless of whether you want to take me up on my generous offer. If you go out there and you're identified, Reeve will have some fairly searching questions for you. Now, I'm not going to judge as to whether the truth will allay her suspicions or not, or whether you'll need to maybe concoct some sort of story to get out of that. But my guess would be that this does not end with simply her. If you're there and they know you're there, and they link you to those three figures they saw in the mine. You may find yourself taken to Gunka against your will. But far be it from me to prejudge Reeve's actions. It's for her and for you to decide that. 
your previous deal, I believe. She has a slight smirk. Still stands. Just from my notes, what was the name of the character we're looking for in Gunker? Uh, uh, Kaya, Kaya Leon. Kaya Leon. Oh, Kaya. I wrote Kaya. Um, Kaya. Do I trust Sandy? Do I think she's telling the truth? Roll an insight check. Yeah. 23. Oof. Oof. Mm. Infinity is an insight machine now. Mm. Terraforming druid slash insight robot. I shall. Am I getting another text? Yes, yes, secret messages. I love the secret messages. Exciting. Secrets. Secrets. Talk about yourselves then. Secrets. Great podcast content. Uh, yeah, this is, this is we'll, we'll stretch for time. Our producer is looking at us through the window right now, making the stretch for time, like Kathy kind of. <laughs> yes. So you think we should go to Gunka? And then you will owe us a favor, and that yeah. is the payment for a job. Kaya Leon. If what you're looking for is actual payment, I'm sure that can be arranged as well. But and there letters are some of... things more important, no? Like what? You tell me. L letters, letter of recommendation for CV to say, please hire these lovely people. They yep. are competent workers. Transit off planet, I think, is exactly what we are. Or transit off, yeah, that or that, I guess. Both, you know, just a little letter, you know, or like. To be what else quick. is in Gunka? Gunka? Gunker's the center of this planet. Where have you been? Oh, I think I was um, turned off for a while. It must have been a good long while. Um, yes, I think so. Well, we found her in a scrap heap, really. Like with lots of like pressure. rubbish and like metal rubbish, you know, so. Outside, as you're speaking, you hear a and you hear the sound of the violin coming a little bit closer and then the sound of feet banging on the mud and uh, you see Sandy take a quick glance at the window I fear we cannot dally here for too long she uh, takes a little pack off her back and she lays it out on the floor she opens it up here and she takes out three packs now these something that no one in my profession goes far without you can use them to disguise yourself no this isn't this isn't the high level technological marvel that maybe some other people could use but we're talking a bit of holographic face and mask party <gasps> combination and then you see a, a little tiny uh, circlet a neck circlet with um, a set of lights and projectors built into the bottom. And when you put it on, it beams up a, a different holographic face over yours. To be used in conjunction with this, she holds out a little tub of putty for slightly remodeling your features to fit. Oh. Uh, now, this is so cool. Will that work on me? That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this might not stand up to a huge amount uh, of interrogation, but it could get you into some places. Then uh, she uh, pulls out some more things. There's, there's a couple of long cloaks in there. There's um, some uh, fake arms, and uh, and then she says, "And of course, 
sometimes the old ways are the best. And she pulls out a big fake nose <laughs> and uh, one of those, a bionic, Groucho a bionic marks. eye, yeah. a, a bionic oh eye that sticks on over it. And beneath it, you can see That's a so huge cool. bushy stick on mustache. This is amazing. This is amazing. Please, can, can I try that on? Absolutely, my dear. Infinity Pencil. Oh, this is the kind of cool stuff that secret organizations do. Do I, do I look like a human now? Do they? No. <laughs> okay. No. Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> Come here. Listen to me. I know this is fun. This is the fun bit. But. No. If, if you can make it onto that shuttle, you can get back to Gunker. And maybe you can make it there without being detected. And you'll be able to make contact. With the red runners there that is what i would hope from you but there's more no i'm not one to deprive anyone of their fair winnings you did your job you earned your money reeve has that money in a safe in her office i can give you the keys to that safe but you should know She'll be in there, and there'll be a guard as well. We don't, we don't need to. That seems like stealing. Even like that, no, we we don't need to. Um, we we may have, you know, we found like a couple of things that maybe we can sell. Look down the mine, like you know, odds and ends. So you know, maybe we'll be okay. Kate has reminded us recently that we've been not very good in fights, so. Maybe we should avoid that. Well, then yeah, maybe we consider don't. it from another perspective. There is another thing kept in all safes of all managers of colonies for the Chuaguo systems. A log. A log of communications between them and management. Now, that information could be the key to unlocking who is behind this? But what Do you not this? think we should go back to the mines? If they're all there at the moment. You could. I don't know what you'd be looking for there. If we were to go looking for the uh, the Red Runners in Gunker, what should we be on the lookout for? Can you tell us who we should be looking to meet up with? You'll need to go to the docks, the docks district. Once you're there, I'll give you a map. We can lead you to the rough area. Then there's a series of things to look out for that should lead you to the door. But I think we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Are the docks by Wait. water? The docks, yes. I haven't seen the can sea I, before. I, I, there are like multiple, like, okay, so there's like different jobs that you're saying, like one job, is just like take artifact to secret people in floating city like that we could do that job um is the other job like find out everything that's going on and and maybe steal communications log and uncover mystery um is that like separate job or do we have to do both consider them as part of the same job what i want from you three is to uncover what ronak was looking into and what this, she points at the artifact, means. Now I think there's going to be some evidence 
in that safe in Reeve's pod. So, so we can't just run away to Gunka now without finding out all the answers to all of the things. You can. I won't stop you. But it might be very detrimental to your overall success. You mean we won't get career progression if we do that? She shrugs. Ali, like, you can tell this is a well-built world because as soon as you mentioned about the floating city, I was just like, oh, I need to have a look at the wiki for, for Gunker. <laughs> as if this was, like, an established universe. Must know. <laughs> if someone wants to make an I, uh... Wow. <laughs> I don't, with all the things that we don't know about... <laughs> Mine's have one lighted. Ali Jennings. Of course, you could just not do it altogether. She has a kind of slightly disappointed look in her eye. If you don't think you're up to this particular. Oh, no, no, no. Mm. We're, we're, we're going to take you up on this. Uh, if you can get us off planet, then that is within our skill set. We can, we can definitely do, take care of this. Uh, we've just got to think about our. A uh, vector uh, to the solution. That's all. What happens if we get caught? You're caught. It depends how persuasive you are, I suppose. But should they find out that you were down there with Ronak when this all kicked off? But we were. She told us to. Riva was like, go find Ronak. So we did exactly what she said. And then... I believe that Reeve asked you to stop the source of the smuggling. I would have been very surprised if Reeve had known about Ronak. In fact, who it was and who was responsible for this was known by almost no one. And that is partly why I'm so surprised that you come in here and start running your mouth about Ronak and all of this wall of light. Do you know how dangerous that is? We're just trying to tell the truth. I can see that. Maybe you should rethink your strategy. Okay, so in order to do, get the tickets off planet that that Uriel would like to go and see his home again that he misses, we have to break into safe and then not get caught and then sneak onto shuttle with disguises, pretending to be someone else, and then go quickly to, to Gonka. It sounds kind of difficult, but I, I, I guess we could try that. Uh, right. You would have told us this before, Ali, but what is Reeve's job in the colony? She's like the freaking in charge, isn't she? Yeah, she's in charge, right. Like head of yeah. the mine? She's the foreman, and she is the the point of contact for the company and the mining outpost. Also, the geese have landed and are now walking around <laughs> the... There aren't enough sci-fi mining colony soundtracks, are there, Ali? It's just, it's just not okay. <laughs> Wait, you said they're walking around? Infinity pokes their head out the window. Oh, you see no! In front of you. Uh, a gaggle of geese headed by a proud looking mother goose with three <laughs> little goslings walking behind her. They're all dancing. Uh, her neck well. all stuck out. 
added to the wild yeah. shape list. I can be a goose now. <laughs> Although they have a flying speed, so I can't technically. Yeah. Anyway. Could be a D &D. goose with clipped wings. Oh, sad. Aww. When you when you wild shape, do you become the size of the animal that you see, or could you take a goose, take its form, but then become human sized? Indeed. If you saw yes, a I do. If you saw a giant goose, then yes. But if you yeah. saw a goose goose, then it would just be a the size of I'd a, be goose. a goose. Yeah. Okay. You can't just like scale. We'll come it, to that when I eventually turn into a goose. These are still pretty big. <laughs> but, but like I was just wondering, would you end up with like a power law thing? Where you'd be like, aha, I'm gonna end up as a gigantic goose and you'd form to it and then your legs just like snap. As Uriel heavy. and uh, Infinity are discussing this whole goose issue. I've actually uh, never tried yeah. being a goose before. You hear a soft dank, dank, dank. And Sandy is tapping her foot on the floor. In, in oh, you're still here. We are, we are like naughty school children, and she's the teacher. Sandy, we will just, we will just, we are um, a team of of work team colleagues and also friends. We are friends now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's great. Um, we will just discuss your uh, offer of employment. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, there was a thing. Um, <clears throat> before. We consider this any further. There are a few questions that we should ask. Excuse me, will this job involve horrible pain? Uh. <laughs> we all just smile. So is this based on a previous job interview experience? Yeah, yeah. This is Apparently. this is what we no. This is what Tenebris decided she was going to do. Was it is check just, whether all all jobs. Just the plan. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday thinks for a second. Perhaps. Oh no! Uh, oh, it's not a definite. It's never well, I know, but you know, the whole point was to not have the horrible pain. What is the name of the company that runs the mines? So we know what to mm. avoid. Good question. Chugu Systems. How do you spell that? Can Ali C say it without the accent? <laughs> C H U O hyphen G U O. Systems. Chugur systems. Chugur systems. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Systems. Okay. Um we will we will just discuss. <clears throat> okay. Are we Oops. having a huddle? I'm yes. still wearing Come the glasses. Like five feet. Because <laughs> we're in a tiny pod. Like yeah. having a huddle yeah. five feet. Yeah. So you, you've been standing in, a, in what is essentially the kind of the eating area. So there's a little table on which the artifact is sitting. There's a tiny sort of fridge and a, a one surface there. And then about five feet behind you is a little tiny uh, bed, uh, quite short. Oh. And then it's a double bunk bed above it. So you've got about yes. five feet of space to go back. And then you could go into the lower bunk and then <gasps> all huddle in there. Oh, Come yes. on, everyone. Let us let us huddle. Right. Okay. We'll do the little <laughs> close to the. This is very nice. Yes. Okay. Now this is a very nice job offer. Um. Is it because they won't offer to pay you any money? Well, yeah, but you're going to give us what we ultimately want. I was going to take the money and then use that to get a ticket off of this planet. Yoriel wants to wants to get away, and that is very very expensive. It, it sounds very dangerous. Yes, and it sounds like it might involve horrible pain. Mm -hmm. We'd have to break into Reeve, and she gave us that first job. Well, also, well, but if we say no, then Sandy will take the very nice disguise that you're wearing, Infinity. Do you Back like again, it? it is very nice. Thank you. But then people will see us and try and uh, arrest us for, you know, mind tampering. And then we do. won't be able to get away. Well, what I will do whatever you two want. The alternative is we've got to somehow scrape together enough money to get off of this rock 
we don't know how long that's going to take. I've got to get back. Why do you hate it here so much? Well, it's not that I hate it here so much. I'm more kind of indifferent to it. It's all a bit weird and different and biological. But, like, I, I kind of just got to get back to you know, to where I came from. Uriel! Uriel! Infinity made the biological bits! No, we don't know that. We don't know that, Snebris. I might not have done it. Well, I know, but it seems rude to say that you don't like them when you're, like, standing there and no, you she's, made them. She's not biological. You're not biological. Well. I don't think there is going to be a better offer on the table than this. Yes, it's going to be dangerous, and yes, there might be pain, but, you know, we've been pretty good so far. I think we could maybe make this work. Have we? I mean, we achieved our ultimate objective. That's true, but it's true we did. What if we only did the half of the job that involved, you know, not breaking into a safe, but just, like, running off onto a shuttle? That's I like the running away part, you know? Right, yeah, so I quite got, like got, the running away part. Yeah. Do we want to break into the safe? I'm not sure. Like, it's going to make our job more difficult in the future. Does anybody have a plan about how we could possibly get into the room and get, you know, get Reeve away, cause a distraction or something? I could be a rat. Could you? In yes. an informant kind of sense. No, no, uh, like like a little rat. That's Do we great. know that she's scared of rats? No, I just thought I could get in without her noticing. I, I've seen a real one, you see, so it should be quite good. Okay. Okay, but the, okay. Okay, you know so how you I was a panther. We haven't really spoken about this. Uh, <laughs> oh yes, yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> you can transform into lots of different things, not just like yes. panthers. Yes, certain things. Um, I've if I've seen them, so I could be a goose now. Did you see the geese outside? <laughs> no. Oh, one. Um, okay. So, I, but that's all as far as I've got. Really, is I could I could be a rat. Ah, okay. We. Reeve, come out here! She opens door. You sneak in as rat. You you keep her distracted. She closes door. Then I you... could not be a rat anymore. Yeah. yeah. Then I could get the stuff out of the safe. I don't know how to do that. Be a rat again. That, then I'd be a rat again. Did them? Um... Ah, one sec. Uh, Sandy, did you say there were lots of people in the Reeve's office these days, all hanging out? How common are rats? Management. <laughs> also, how common are rats? She's definitely uh, heard everything we've said. <laughs> <laughs> rats, very common. The larger ones, even more so, sadly. Reeve is cloistered alone at the moment. She's under huge pressure. Okay, you see, when that mine came down, people around here rather lost their focus. At any moment, there could be some sort of hullabaloo and Reeve would look terrible in front of management if she were not to control that. She is oh. on a very, very tight string. Okay. But there is a guard that stands in front of her door. Do you know if he's scared of rats? He just has to not notice the rat. It's not fine. sure if the rat focus is going to pay off. Oh, okay. Jojak eats rats. What? He's don't think like it's going to pay off. No. Wow. I guess it's um, better than eating cockroaches. Why would you eat a cockroach? If you, if you are hungry. You wouldn't. Never mind, Infinity. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, look. This is going to sound a little weird, but you know there's the bar here. There's like a tavern that we originally saw, right? 
everybody here cares about the tavern, but everyone's drunk, so no one's going to be really paying too much attention to exactly what's going on in the tavern. Now, hear me out. What if we set fire to the tavern? Oh, how did they know that that was going to be? Disaster? Because there's going to be a lot of alcohol vapors, and they're very dangerous if in like closed environments. But there might be people in the tavern, Uriel. Yeah, I'm aware of that. So oh, you, when you we do it, what we could then do is use that as a distraction. Then the bodyguard runs out along with Reeve to you know quell the mess because it's like, oh look at me, I'm in charge. I've got to make sure that nothing's going wrong. And then we, one of us, sneaks in and unlocks the safe and takes the stuff out. You know how I was asking about the um, horrific pain, Uriel? I, I want it to be very specific that it is it is not just the experience of horrific pain, it is also the causing of horrific pain that I am trying to avoid. That is, you know, for me, that is quite an important component of job well, satisfaction. It's, it's natural selection. If they're going to be in there and it's going to burn down, That's then they'll get out if, if they're meant to get out. Since we've entered full plotting, Matt, yeah, um, sorry, sure. I, I just want to add. Hunched over in a bunk bed. Yeah, yeah. I just want to add some details about Vow that you were not aware of yet because they've not come up, right? Um, so let me describe Vow in a little bit more detail. As you enter from the main gates, you look down a large wide street, it's about 20 meters wide. Currently it has um, one of these mining trucks slewed over at an angle in the middle of it um, and it's full of mud and puddles. At the end of this street is the shuttle which is a, a huge teardrop shaped object, um, sort of squat looking thing. On your right as you enter through the main gates First, you reach the Medicanic, which is Chortle. Mm. Then, a little further on, you have Reeve's office. And then a little further past that, you have Mova's, which is the bar. And then a little, and then a little past that, the street ends. Behind Reeve's office, you can see, uh, if you poke your head out of the door, you can see... Uh, quite tall cylindrical silos mm -hmm. uh, go they on are, they have one um thin uh, step set of steps that lead uh, from the bottom the door at the bottom uh, around them all the way up to the top a bit like gas canisters but uh slimmer and um next to that is a loading bay where trucks can pull in to uh, move ore into the silos these silos reach maybe 20 meters high. Um, so they are tall. On the opposite side of the road um, from Reeve is a large warehouse and with a, a very wide door. And that warehouse is uh, the chop shop. And you've seen that these vehicles get parked inside when they need repairs. So you've walked past it and there have been vehicles inside. Uh, or a vehicle. It can fit one vehicle. So that's the layout of the space. Where did the geese go? <laughs> I think I heard a sheep earlier as well. Um... 
it's the town crier from last episode as well. <laughs> That's just the sound of someone banging something in the chop shop, which you're actually quite close to. Oh, yes. Good. Well done. Very nice. Mm -mm. So, the, so the bar is on the same side of the street as Reed, but it's not directly next to it. No. Okay. And where and the silos are directly behind Reeve. Yeah, Reeve's office basically. It, it, Reeve's office is next to the street. Behind Reeve's office are these silos. So there's four of them. Is Sande still with us? Yes. Sande. Emily Sande. Hey, yeah. What? what Sande, what's what's in those silos? The ore. Oh. The shuttle's not here every day. It comes only on tenth day. We store the ore there for it to be transported out then. Okay. Should we break one? That is very naughty, Infinity. Well, if we broke one, then all the ore would come out and everyone would care a lot. Because that would be really bad. Yeah, no, that would be... That is that really bad? That seems naughty. But okay. we, wouldn't, we wouldn't hurt the ore. It would yeah. get a lot of attention. I like that idea better than Uriel's, well, any of Uriel's plan, or any plan that Uriel may or may not ever the, come the up with. The burning down the bar. What's yeah, wrong one. with burning down the bar? Horrific uh, pain, Uriel, horrific pain. Not for us. That's not the point. That's my my criteria, my job criteria. No horrific pain for anyone. She did say that. I said that. I was, you were not That's the specific. one thing. I didn't know you would assume you meant I was suffering horrific pain. That's not how my jobs usually go. Most people want to avoid horrific pain for them. Sometimes <laughs> you've got to fair. cause it on other people. We have done that to other people a little bit. Yeah, normally via the groin. You via the groin. Yeah, it works. I'm not I'm not doubting its efficacy. So basically, we think we could do the now that we've thought about it, maybe we could do the office thing. Yes. We could try. And then if it doesn't work, we'll just run away really quickly to the shuttle. Uh, Sunday, do we have to buy tickets uh, with our fake identities to get on the shuttle? Or do we have to just hide on the shuttle? Because when we came here, I got a ticket. But I fear here is another obstacle. That shuttle is the same shuttle that you came in not three or four days ago. But this is not its usual time to arrive. That has been commandeered especially for this purpose. Wow. No one but the people who have been brought, the engineers, the company engineers and company agents Ooh. are allowed on and off there. We see. Uh... However, it has come to my attention that two of the company agents have stayed behind ostensibly to check the uh, mechanics in the engineering shop, although what their real purpose is, I do not know. Oh, that's interesting. They will be carrying the identification required to enter that shuttle. However, should you find that a difficult path, you can of course simply enter the shuttle uh, undetected. Should you do that, I can tell you that aboard all of these shuttles, to my knowledge at least, the Red Runners have installed 
A flashing light display. <laughs> apologies, apologies, podcast and YouTube. Simon's getting a raid. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I turned off the, the the subs thing. I forgot yeah. to turn off the raid. Hi. I was very confused. For a We're playing D and D. Hello, Eric. Yeah. This is Eric from Physics Office Hours. Um, oh God, you just. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is that's going to be great for the podcast. We'll just um, cut it out. It's all good. Hi, yeah, it's hi, good. Eric. It's brilliant. It's got Eric, we, we like a raid. This is oh, we're happy about it, Simon. Um, <laughs> Thank Eric you for coming. Is, this is our D and D show where we talk about the science of what we run into. Uh, we're going to have about another half hour, forty minutes or so of D and D, and then we're going to talk about the science of science, the science. RPG deep, things we ran into. Deep planning and plotting mode. They're, yeah. We're plotting. Planning they're plotting episode. all sorts of stuff. What's okay. wrong with burning um, down a bar? I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, let's get back into it so we can. I'll only nice Whoop. And there we are. Uh, so, <laughs> should you. Should you uh, make your way aboard the ship undetected? It won't go away. In this sci-fi world, it's nice to see. Oh no, sorry, they're hammering a machine, right? They're hammering, they're hammering the trucks. We're getting back on the three ship. And here we go. So, should you make it undetected aboard the vessel? Those ships, I have a reason to believe, all are equipped with a red runner bolt space. The red runners are aboard everyone. That's so secret and cool! Now, if you can identify where it is, if you find the mark, you should be able to squirrel yourselves away without ever having to come into contact with anyone. How do we find the mark? Look for a red R. Well, yes, okay. Right. We could have worked that out. I thought maybe there was a secret. <laughs> It might be harder to find than you expect. Well, I expect it will be. I've worked oh, on ships all Emily. my life. I'm sure we can find it. I'm quite perceptive, actually. Look, a goose. <laughs> she looks. <laughs> and a sheep. Haven't seen one of them before, but I can hear it, so it's there. I'm right here. A three-masted sailing ship, maybe coming up <laughs> the promenade. <laughs> Ali's quickly deleting all of his background tracks that he's got coming up. <laughs> How many they farmyard are... animals are in them? Gonna hear like Dead a to me forever. <laughs> Please go to Gunko where there are no animals ever. <laughs> well, um, so if you two feel confident that you could get into the office, I think I could create enough of a distraction. I thought it was going to be the other rat way around. I thought Rat was going to go into office. Well, I'm just thinking I can... I could cause a big distraction by the silos, and then I could perhaps turn into a rat and hide very that, easily. That would be the way around I would do it. Maybe, Ten, if you go in and do the whole safety thing, I can stand by the bar in case we need another distraction. I don't think you need to do that, Uriel. I think you should go with Tenebris. <laughs> well, you have such to have redundancies. You're such a fucker. Uh, okay. If, if, if you think it would be good to help you get off the planet, Uriel. I will stand by them. I'll look really nonchalant, and if it looks like the silo isn't working, I'll just, you know, set fire to the bar. No, no, I don't. Tenebris doesn't want you to do that. I will come up with a distraction that may involve the bar. 
But uh, I do think you fire. should stay with Tenebris in case something goes wrong. Well, I could also keep. I could see Tenebris from across the street. It's yeah, you should. Place. You should watch. You have to be able to see, but not be noticeable. I'll be on point. Okay. Um, everyone, hang on. Oh, no. Talk <laughs> amongst yourselves while I try idea. and find a spell. Carry on. <laughs> Wait. What, what? So, do you so... have spells other than Shillelagh? Sandy, um, if you think that if you can help us make sure Red Runners get your real ticket to outer space planet, uh, shipyard place, um, and all of us, not just me, we want to stay together, yeah, we do because we're friends and he's going to get us all jobs. I, um, yes, we're friends, (laughs) um. But we, we will see because we might have to take some animals with us for infinity. But anyway, we will work that out. But if 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 you can do that for us, which is very important, then we can do sneaky, sneaky, um, all of the things that you ask. Hopefully, maybe. Does that go for all of you? Yeah, I, I think that's the consensus. Whatever they do, I'll do. Then we have a deal. She holds out her hand. Oh, this is a much scarier job than last job. Okay. Okay. I'll also go in to try and shake the hand at the same time. Oh, okay. I'll put my hand on top. We end up doing one of those hand stack things. Okay. No, lots of hands. Okay. All the hands. And team. (laughs) Stack onto her. You and team and uh, Infinity and Uriel, you both fly your hands off. But... Tenebris, your hand is still held in the grip of Sande. You can feel the calluses on her hands. Um, You feel roughness and some nobbles where almost as though the bones have been broken and reset. It's a hand that's seen a lot. It's all that clunch fisting that she's been doing. (laughs) I said clunch! You did. It's her surname. Said it very carefully. I appreciated that. She holds you there and she looks you up from your feet all the way up to the top of your head and then straight into your eyes. And Tenebris, you see for a second the flash of that iridescent R behind her pupils on the retina. And then she releases her hand. Well, I must be off. Should you need me, you better ask me now, because you won't see me again. (gasps) You're so secret! Very cool. Wait a sec, what if... Okay, just hypothetically, obviously, if they um, were to, you know, catch us, we're not going to tell them about your secret club, are we, everyone? Uh, No, no. But what if we were to do that because they were like, we are going to cause you horrific pain and we were like, okay, we're just going to tell you everything. Just hypothetically. I don't... I don't believe you'll ever end up in that situation. Oh, great. Oh, good. That's very nice of you. That is so nice to know because I was really worried because, you know, some people get really, you know, insistent about questions and I don't like it. Before we go... Hang on, are there Synthians in in the Red Runners? What now? Your eyes, are they augmented? My eyes are Mark. 
of who I represent. Let's just speak no more about it, but if you find Kaya at last, maybe she can give you the answers you're looking for. Right. Just, sorry, no. this is out of universe. Uh, is Kaya, like, you said we're looking for Kaya Leon. Is that meaning somebody who's an informant, or is that somebody that we're going to try and beat the shit out of? No, no, we're looking for them. They're, they're a good person. They're, they're a good person. Yeah, they're yeah. our contacts. They're on the Red right. Runners. Yeah. Okay. We are not what? spitting them up. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that might be the new Raunak. Like, no, you know. no, no. They're the contacts we have to find. Jeez. <laughs> hey, I was told about you. Bam! <laughs> I remember you. I'm glad we've got this sorted out now. I thought when we find them, I'll punch them in the face. Yeah. And we were like, carry on. <laughs> well, I thought that was what we came here to do. <laughs> Back okay. Find your way to the docks when you reach Gunker. There you'll be met and hopefully you'll find what you're looking for. Now, before I go, let me check. You have what you need. Your three disguise kits, they should do something for you, at least from a distance. And you'll be needing this. She reaches her hands uh, into the collar of her outfit and she pulls out a thin metal chain. She lifts it up over her head and pulls out a pendant from around her neck. It's a gunmetal grey um, metal cylinder um, with a crack all around the edge mm. attached to this chain. One of you will be needing this to prove you are who you say you are. Who will take it? I've already got a chain, so I feel like maybe ten you should take this. Yes, I don't really wear clothes. If you're sure you're real, because you know you're the one who might need a ticket. Well, no, like I think I did. I'd like it's going to get tangled up in the keys. I, I, oh, I yeah. just think it'd be okay. better. He's already got quite a look going on already. It's okay. a whole outfit. <laughs> okay, she hands will, it over to you, Tenebris. Keep it and and not show it to anyone because it is secret club membership, right? Show it to no one, and I'll be wanting it back. Oh. You're not going to see me again before you get to Gunka. I'm not going right. to just disappear. Just, oh. You should know that, oh. that you are actually one of our favourite people. And I know you that saved us. Maybe you sound like to... you were just yeah. going to evaporate. Like, I just, okay. We're really people happy can't to evaporate, Simon. Simon? <laughs> <laughs> You're sorry. I've nearly caused you real Simon so many times this stream. Infinity shuts down. Is there a goose here called Simon? When you say you're one of our favourite people, just for a second, you see a touch of red in her cheeks. And then, but that's it, nothing else. Okay. Um, and last... One quick, one quick question, but just before we go. Um, who do you think would be a good idea to impersonate to get on the ship? The two people the two who people are in the, the engine in the, in the warehouse? Where are they? three of us. Oh, I'll be a rat. Oh, the rat plan. Right. At some point, I'd like to be a rat. When does the shuttle leave? They can't work much into the night, so my guess is that they'll be done not long after nightfall. Of course, there are guards to the shuttle. There's at least two guards guarding the entrance any given time. And there are more guards scattered throughout this colony right now, so you don't necessarily have to go in as... Uh, one of the engineers. I merely leave that up to you. Thank you. Now, there is one last thing. Ooh. I think you might want this. 
it could be useful to you uh, in your quest, as it were. And um, she hands uh, Tenebris. At this point, she's sort of taken you as the de facto leader of this this crew. She hands you over uh, a tiny uh, little chip. I believe uh, you, she looks at Infinity, will be able to open this. Should, should I do it now? What uh, is it? You, you can. It's a map. Oh, the places that you me need to know about. Thank you so and much, Sunday. I've put that in the chat, our chat. Oh, <coughs> that's cool. And it this is a, is a map, map of the area, everyone. Of the surrounding of... area. Um, Val and Gunka and a big crater thing with water and then some Kinchy Mountains. Is, is the mirror the name of the lake? It looks like it. It's an island in the middle of the lake. Anyway, oh, it's not a lake. No one can see this, anyway, so let's okay. not talk about it too much. You look up and Sunday's gone. Ah, she's so secret. She evaporated. I said she was going to evaporate. I don't think she evaporated, Uriel. I Maybe think she's sublimated. I think I like Sunday even more after this now because she's yes. like got a secret club with all her friends in. Like, we should have one of those with secret symbol. Yes, we should have a name. Yes. For the three uh, of us. Yes. Uh, Maybe uh, that's not a high priority. We're going to be well, on the shuttle. For I think many we should hours. have a name soon. It, it makes sense, you know. Eventually, we're going to need to name the branch. Yeah, sure. We'll come fine. back to that maybe and say tomorrow slash a week. Um, before we before we go, everyone. Um, I I don't want anyone to get hurt. So, um, well, these should help. And I'm going to, you watch as she holds her palm what? out and what? these sort of 10 seeds appear in her palm and they slowly develop into these little purple berries. Oh, and, what? Um, and I'll hold them out and I'll give everyone three. I'll keep four. And um, if you if you eat one of these, you'll, well, it will help. It will give you a bit of energy back. But um, they're quite filling, actually. They... I um I, I well it's in my databanks that if you just if a human eats one you won't have to eat anything for twenty four hours, so. And also, so I won't have to eat those in D and D terms. This is a good berry, and if you eat it, you get one hit point back. So you can bring someone up from. And we get three each. You get three each. This is great, and it, it lasts until the end of the day. So it twenty four hours, hours before it. Oh, before nice. It goes. Wait, as in it wears off, or the berries? They'll go, the berries. They'll go bad at the end of the, in twenty four hours. So right. Okay. They get too ripe. <laughs> too ripe. They evaporate. They sublimate. So, I'm imagining Infinity that you've been growing these inside you, like um, oh. in a little tiny oh. sort of like. Uh... No. no. Actually, I don't want to <laughs> Ew, that. gross. Oh, <laughs> no, I like, oh, okay. you know how we have the little Druidcraft thing where they grow really quickly because she can like spray the correct hormones and things. I think she's got mm -hmm. the little seeds. And so 10 seeds go into her palm and then like you see like little fumes and things just sort of go over the top of them and they just sort of very suddenly and rapidly like grow like a time lapse of a plant going, but just a, just a little mm. berry. So they go from green to purple. Nice. Are we still sat on the bunk <laughs> at this point? Yeah, yes, we're all sat on yes. the bunk. Like, <laughs> have a berry. Okay, so we have plan part one, um, which is that I will Infinity go makes distraction. Mm -hmm. 
then I keep watch. I go into office. You really want to be very clear. You need to stay with Tenebris and make sure no one hurts her. I will make sure that nothing bad happens to Tenebris. Okay, Cyril. Um, although if 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 Reeve leaves office, we didn't really account for guards standing outside Reeve's door. He probably won't can you, leave office. Can, can you make, use your friends to like talk to him yeah. and make him not? Can your friends panic? ask him to be nice to us? Yes, I could go into his brain and and make him really happy about us, but. Then he, afterwards, people tend to get cross when you do that. They don't like it. <laughs> I just say, somebody brain. tuning in, like who doesn't, <laughs> wasn't here last week, can your friends do this for us? No, no, I, they, they might make them mad. It's the most <laughs> ominous thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty ominous. Anyway, but, well, I'm, you, okay, I'm sure okay. you two can find a way. Okay. And then that's part one of plan, is get get safe with... with um, monies and secret communications log book and then part two of plan is go to workshop and steal some ids mm-hmm. maybe, maybe maybe we need to plan point one sub point a where we yeah. all meet up again oh, afterwards I'll, meet up I'll again. come to reeves i'll i'll find you no no no, we no, want no, to get no bad place to be bad place to be behind oh. behind warehouse we will meet behind big behind big the warehouse workshop. okay Okay, I'm going to write this down. Yeah. Infinity distraction. Uh, she says, write this down. She means I'm going to uh, make a copy of this in my databanks. Infinity distraction by silo. <laughs> Infinity, yes. alongside the map that you've received in this chip, is also mm. the code for the safe. Oh, that is useful That's information so useful. to have that oh I did not gosh, know we had. Didn't even think um, of that. Yeah, I just thought you were going to have to me. break the safe. Um, <laughs> I just okay. forgot that safes are closed. I will distill the, the code to uh, Tenebris and Uriel. Oh, it is so distilled into my head. I'm just going to add another little oh, thing no. for everybody to think <laughs> oh, about. No, no, no. <laughs> this is a more general. This okay. is a more general oh, thing. Okay. Okay. So as as you've been going through this, uh, as you've been adventuring over the last few days. What you've noticed is that lots and lots of people, in fact, almost everyone who you've met, um, when they interact with a piece of technology, um, with any kind of digital system or any computing system, they have implants which allow them to interact with it in a way which is seamless, right? They'll touch part of their body to it, depending on where it is. You all do not have these implants apart from, well, no, that's, that's, no, that's not true. Actually, Tenebris, you, are, you do not have this. Uriel, you do. And Infinity, you are made of computers, right? (laughs) Hello, I'm a computer. (laughs) A lot of the things which you're being asked to do, um, Tenebris, you're finding that you can't because you don't have the kind of augment which would allow you to do that. Currently, it's not been a massive issue, but you are finding that. So I can't give her the code, are you saying? It's too complex to sort of... It's not like... Three one seven nine. Is that your pin? <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm going to change that now. So <laughs> no, it's the sort. To to use that, you would have to take the chip and you'd have to put it within Bluetooth range, essentially, or with of the right. In which case, like a, like but I can transfer it to Uriel. You could, yeah. Uriel, give me your hand. Oh. <laughs> Beep, boop, boop, beep. There you go. Right, so 
am I going to have to go in now? Yes. And, right, right, ten, change of plans. I'm going to go in and do the code. I will Maybe you keep the guard, guard distracted and just yes. talk to him. To be clear, Tenebris could do it if she had the chip. But because she doesn't have the interface for it. Well, yeah. you have the chip. Uriel knows it and I know it. So now we all know it. We all have access if needs be. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. And then we, then we meet at the warehouse workshop. and we'll make yeah. a new plan depending on how that plan goes. Okay. I guess we might. Yeah. We don't know how much time we'll have. We might have loads of time. Okay. Right. We, we, we should try and be swift about it though because, yes. you know. Should I take these off do you think she points to the glasses and the comedy mustache and nose yes it doesn't really go with um well i'm yeah. just thinking i'm quite i do stand out quite a lot with the screens and the robotness um and i don't think that's really helping that the face you nose. can wear my jacket if you like oh would you mind I will absolutely put Tenebris's jacket on. Infinity in a leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm cold That's now. But still okay. with the nose and the eyes. Cold now. Okay. The glasses are still on. You work your uh, way through the bits of the disguise kit. You find there are uh, replacement trousers as well that you can pull on. There's um, basically like, the Is that a cloak? There is a cloak. One, one of them has a big cloak in it, yeah. Um, there's mining boots. The kind of thick uh, reinforced boots that you would have in there as well. Oh my goodness, um, this is great. How long does the disguise last? Uh, for as long as you want to keep it on. So Do we want to describe mm -hmm. dis describe ourselves? Describe. Disguise ourselves? I think that's well, a good idea. Before we go, yeah, okay. Yeah. But we don't know what the engineers look like yet. So let's, I'll let's... wear this cool jacket and these glasses with this nose so I look like a human. Unless human. anyone thinks that's a bad idea. Sure. Infinity thinks it's a great idea. <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, is there a better option? Can I look through the disguise kit for an option that might be better for disguising? There is, there is putty that you can use to cover your screens, right? So, oh. so that would look like flesh. You're gonna look like Odo from, from Deep Space Nine. Oh yes. Okay, okay. It's meant to be used in conjunction with this holographic face projector. So, the, okay. you know, it's not just like a sort of putty mask. There Do is some good idea. Yeah. Also yeah. have that. a very big antenna coming off back of my head. A hat. A hat. A hat. Is there there's a, a hat. Is there yes, a there's hat? a big hat. There's definitely a big hat. You, uh, you sort of scrounge through until you get to the bottom and there's, you see a sort of circular disc. You pull it up and it goes boop and out and it's an uh, expanding top hat. Yes. Uh, yep. Yes. Okay, so we've got the fake glasses and nose, the top hat and the leather jacket. Yes. I can, I can hear Cass drawing. <laughs> <laughs> And okay. are you wearing the mining trousers and mining reinforced boots as well? Yeah, I'm going to go with yes. I think Infinity's very excited to play dress up. It's a powerful look. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uriel Tenebris, you're a moment, for a moment you're shocked at this very tall, statuesque looking, slightly bikerish. Uh, well, are you a man or a woman? Or... No, no, just it's Infinity. With, she's got a moustache, but it's Infinity. She's Still infinity. Uh, okay. Surely the eyes still glow. Yeah. Like. I still not yes. The there is. So the holo the holographic oh, projection does cover that a little bit, but obviously, if you get close enough, you see that there is just glowing eyes behind this holographic projection of normal eyes. I see. I sorry, I forgot that I was putting the holographic projection on. I just had infinity with everything on. But um, yes, I no, I think, think it's worth it. It will just look like 
uh, infinity, but with human skin. Okay. Yes. Yes, this is great. Is there anything left? <laughs> we have one each, right? We got three disguise kits. So. Yeah. There's a few bits and bobs left over. I what will the other? What will you other two be looking like? Uh, maybe we. I mean, I don't know about you, Tenebris. I'm pretty recognisable. I think maybe I should um. Because of your shiny head. Y yes, because of my shiny head. You do um, have a very shiny head. <laughs> I, no, Yuri wouldn't polish it. Um, he'd absolutely. I, I don't know why that, that these adverts are everywhere, but on the tube there is always an advert for that bald head shaver. Have you noticed this? No. It's like a specific kind of shaver. It's that's called like, like bulldog or yeah. Brexit or something. It's, and it's like Brexit. really aggressive. Four like automatic bald razor Brexit. things that like mold around your head, and it's like a, mm, like a hairbrush kind of hole. Like you probably just have one of them. Nice. You have it as nice. an attachment for your arm. <laughs> I kind of assumed that maybe you had no body hair, like maybe you'd gotten rid of that biological component. Um, that was, wasn't the law that I had. I think it okay, would also okay. make sense, to be fair. Yeah. Um, right, because I mean, the problem is you need to pick somebody, like, it's not like you can just tell the kit, give me generic white man. <laughs> like, presumably. Like, make we me look try. like Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I, I make it look like Tom Hanks. Okay. You'd find with a, a little bit of rooting through the kit, some quite high lifts uh, for the shoes, so you gain a bit of height. Um, there's some pretty average looking jeans in there and a, a plaid shirt. Uh, and of course, you can use the clay to give yourself wrinkles like bags under your eyes and a big bulbous nose, and you can set the, the holographic display on kindly. That'll give you a sort of kindly face. <laughs> kindly beleaguered everyman. Yeah. Yes, slightly older beleaguered <laughs> everyman <dead>. face. <laughs> exactly. So right. that that can be, you can absolutely do that. And I'm in jeans and a plaid shirt. I'm dressed as a lumberjack, Tom Hanks. With quite high lifts, to be clear as well. I'm dressed as Tom Hanks, Tall lumberjack, Tom Hanks. in lifts. Cool. Why wouldn't I be? Love. There are also, within the kits, there are fake uh, prosthetics as well. As in, if you wanted to have a mechanical arm or if you wanted to have a bionic eye, they wouldn't work, but they would look sort of realistic. I want bionic eye. Cool bionic eye. That's cool. Okay. And cloak. And maybe if I just need to hide, because a lot of people around here, they don't have white hair. You know, I feel like maybe it is noticeable and they will think, ah, white hair. On Vespa, everyone has white hair, white hair, by the way, if you ever want to go there, just so you know. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, so maybe I will uh, just hide it under a cloak. Nice. Eye on the guy. Are we ready? And, and holographic face. I think we're ready to do a heist. Yeah. Great. Well, you step out ah! of the uh, of this uh, uh, this pod um, into the sheep. grass. You look around for sheep, but you don't see any. Maybe that maybe that noise has come from something else. Maybe it's the sound of one of the space age engines they mm. have around here, or something like that. Interesting. Um, <laughs> 
you see people uh, in the street, just uh, maybe five meters away from you, staggering down. The sun has started to peel through the clouds a little bit now. It sparkles off the puddles and off the dewdrops in the grass. You can hear the sounds of revelry. The Kaylee stopped, the violin has stopped, and, and where it was, the sounds of laughing and shouting. It's a little bit more subdued, but you do hear the occasional shout or scream, and then you see on the ground in front of you marks where it looks as though people have been tussling their body marks, shapes on the floor in the mud. Um, you hear in the distant sound of maybe an old projectile weapon being fired. You walk out towards the street. So you reach it. You look to your left, to your right. To your left, you see, next to you, the chop shop, this massive garage, big open doors. In front of you, Reeve's office, a guard standing there. Behind that, four tall silos. To your right, the gates, and on the other side of the road, uh, the medicanic. To your left, down the road, the squat, teardrop-shaped, the shuttle. As you look around, planning and geeing yourself up for your next move, we'll leave it there. Oh god, I thought you were going to ah. drop a bomb on us. Oh. A bomb falls in the sky. <laughs> They'd be like, and a bunch of armed guards troop off, like, stamp, 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 stamp. They come off the shuttle. Good grief. Nice. We're going to okay. do a heist. Heist. Heist, heist, heist. heist. We love a heist. <laughs>now it is everyone's favorite time of the show the D D brief that's very unfair on the game i really like the game too shamani wow uh <laughs> but it's not yeah, but are you gonna big it up like the game comes first so like the game's already happened and then you need to big up the D brief with its own little jingle you don't need to take down the game okay, to no, big up okay, the fine. D&D. but i everyone's... like the idea of having a jingle the, everyone's favorite part of the show that talks about the science <laughs> this is the part of the show where we talk it's about the science. Done. It's perfect. I love it. No notes. But, but can it all be like actually on D sharps? Yeah. He's got perfect pitch going. So we do have um, a particular topic that we're going to talk about today. Um, but before we get before we get into that, um, let's just talk about the episode. Let's talk about some of the exciting sort of sciencey things that came up in this episode. Um, good I, berries. I made good berries. You made good berries. Um, which we kind of covered Does, before. Hey, so I actually am doing a work for a company potentially mm. um who you got who a job have... we're so proud of you. you guys have jobs <laughs> who it's just a one-off thing i don't think it's <laughs> um who have a product which is based on um a natural uh, ingredient of trees so a natural part of tree sap and what you and it, apparently it's like a really old you natural working for remedy. a maple syrup company yeah, I hope so. Yeah, free, free maple syrup. Right? Big maple syrup. Read on, dear reader. Let's have D and D brunches so we can have pancakes and maple syrup. Anyway, you rub it on your um, you can rub it on wounds and it will 
heal it up and it does it it's an in, it's an anti-inflammatory so it oh, brings cool. the wound down and actually helps healing so it's a it's a genuine part of the tree which is a natural healing which could you know maybe do about a, a hit points worth of healing okay oh, so i was thinking like actually that sort of it kind of fits that's nice i like that that's really good it's not a berry though unfortunately. i was just, just going like for it as like you know sustus, sustus, i was in my head they were just like really condensed like sugary mm, sugar, um, like carbs yeah, basically. Energy, so yeah. you can pop one you can just instantly be like okay i feel a bit better now it's like one yeah. of those running gels that you get yeah you know? yeah yeah like a paste yeah but in a berry so just electrolytes yeah and electrolytes i and feel sugars. like a huge problem with with D and like trying to work out what like a good boy is is that at low levels like one hit point is like quite quite good and then as you get to higher levels mm. the hit points scale so disproportionately they're trying to find like a consistent yeah. biological explanation but for why this doesn't really do the, anything anymore the so. good part of a good berry is like you don't really tend to use them to if you're like down to half hp you don't use yeah. them to bring up one hp you use them when someone goes down and you yeah. like shove a good berry in their mouth mm. so maybe i shouldn't have created berries maybe i should have created <laughs> little, little adrenaline injections maybe everyone. it's more like smelling salts you know just from bringing people back oh, oh, maybe oh, it's really oh, strong oh, yeah like aniseed carrying mm. smelling salts with them that's the, <laughs> how, the smelling, how do smelling salts work and um, do they I think it's I chlorine isn't it? It's what? like what? Such bullshit. No, no, no. I think it's one of the things. It was a mix of chemicals, but one of the things they gave off was chlorine, such that it like what? dissolves part of your respiratory system. But like, only I'm going to put that. Really I'm put that as a possibility for a future D and D brief because ammonium carbonate. I think it's oh, ammonia. Ammonia. Because that is a powerful. Oh, like, that can open. Whoa. And like, because you know, there are certain like, um, like menthol and stuff. It like opens your airways, right? I don't know why that happens. I'd be interested to know mm. exactly yeah. what the like I'm process it, is there. I'm putting it on the list. Let's go. Let's, let's save it. We're Make saving you. it. We're saving it. I'm putting it on this on the list. Smelling salts, menthol, things that refresh you. Uh, taste sort of tastes that have a physiological impact. Mm, yeah. Okay. Taste. Mm. Or is it just that it feels different, right? Like, does it actually? We'll find out in a D&D brief coming to you soon. Yes. Another thing which I think would be really cool to talk about in the future is mm. the disguise kits. So I did... Is it Ali's? Ali's so... Like, I really liked that Ali was like, well, obviously I know how these work. You, you change the, like, the topology and then you project an image onto it from below. I'm like, but, he's got it sorted out. This is but great. It's like, so it's a holographic projector. Easy. At the same time, yeah. you're changing the topology that you are projecting on. So yeah. why would you need... If it's holographic, that's a three-dimensional projection. True, true. Oh, you were saying holographic. Thoughts. That is true. I was. You caught me on a technicality. So probably because it's not because although you can create a, it would uh, change the opacity. It would block light. So otherwise, if it was just a hologram, if somebody shone mm. a light through, mm. like if I wanted to emulate having a large nose, which is something I would never understand, which like, you do every then, day, <laughs> yeah, um, then it, you know, there would just be it would be visible as a large nose. But as soon as someone shone a light through it, it would just disappear. Or what if someone threw a pebble at your nose? <laughs> but as in, in, that happens every day. In D and D, you know, the, the disguise kit. I believe there is like a, a role you can make to discover to realize it's a disguise kit right so maybe that role would just be you know seeing through laser um, oh you mean not that you're given one and someone says it's a disguise kit and you have to roll to be like i don't really know what this is you keep saying these words it doesn't <laughs> no, mean a lot no. to me <laughs> like, As in, you can look at someone and go oh they're wearing a disguise like that's not them so mm. maybe you know in this world it would be like oh you you see the hologram like flicker well i don't actually know like because obviously you use the holograms in 
concert venues where you're quite far away from it and you know you don't so they're i don't know how close real. you can they're not real oh, they're holograms not real. Uh, so i have a little what is one i don't remember the details of they're not real they're not they're, sorry they are re they're a thing they are not a hologram they are um i've forgotten the words they are something projection um but they they're real holograms currently do not exist I, I came across this and I could, because I was I was covering something like it was a 3D display where it was like tactile as well and it was like three dimensional it was made of light and I was like yay holograms and they were like oh you can't call it a hologram but I can't remember why what was the um, I remember that I and I have done similar films ah, multiple ah, times what? I have even covered like you know when people had like the two packs of Shakur um uh the hologram and like loads of people got really mad because they were like it's not a hologram but in our language basically it's mm. a question of it has language evolved enough now that mm. any kind of like projection that looks 3d is a hologram but, but isn't that the distinction is, is a hologram a projection oh, that is three-dimensional and it's not a thing that is two-dimensional that appears to be three-dimensional like it's a hologram looks three-dimensional irrespective of perspective because what, it... what, what they called it when it wasn't a hologram was a volumetric image so it was three-dimensional i think the thing that you're talking about actually sends a little tiny bead around it controls it with yeah, that is, that, is the limitation. that was and then the you one shine I was a light of, on that yes. thing so that's yeah. not quite the same so that's not just light because that's a physical Although thing as you well you could do that i mean but it would make the imagine if you basically had like a, a an ultrasonic sort of oh shut up youtube if you had like an ultrasonic like little projector which was sending these tiny little skimming beads that were just yeah. sort of hanging around your face like being like yeah. and thus giving you the kind of projected image of what you were <laughs> and it's obviously terrifying from the inside so like oh my god i'm surrounded by bees hello bartender <laughs> <laughs> i would like to buy our strongest potions so, <laughs> don't touch me don't touch me <laughs> so the 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 definition is a three-dimensional image formed by the interference of light beams from a laser or other coherent light source but okay. that I feel like is some of the things I've seen as a hologram, but maybe I'm wrong. I can I mean, we come back to this on a later date. This is also one of these things though, where like there's the distinction between science talking about it and science fiction talking about it. Yeah. And like yeah. our usage of it has been muddied spectacularly. Ex absolutely. And like language is a big thing. So like our usage now of the word hologram absolutely yeah. applies to things that we would all be like, oh, that's a hologram. But technical definition no it's yeah. not so and th there is also a lot of cool yeah like as we said a lot of cool current work that we could go into in a bit more detail so let's put this on hold for future definitely acoustic levitation well. yeah it's, it's very cool because i know you made a video on it and i know i've made a video on it quite recently because i used your video as references um can you tell me that that's awesome. we filmed with the same people that you filmed Thanks. with just like five oh, years great. later i love it a little bit updated, so it's yeah, not more stealing your video idea. <laughs> well, no, it's now it's like more up to date. Now ours is obsolete. Damn it, I'm on the We're getting all the views now. Um, <laughs> that mysterious no, companies that we work for. But uh, the other topic that we were going to talk about <laughs> that we were we hinted at last week and was requested oh, was yeah. this idea yes. of cryptocurrency. Oh because, God! Um, what did crypto? But the thing is, it's real, what? and I don't understand How it, so I'm actually crypto. terrified about this whole concept. So, all right, we, can I tell my crypto story? Um, I remember being in my first year of uni, mm -hmm. and someone saying to me, "Would you like mm -hmm. to buy a Bitcoin for twenty pounds?" Mm -hmm. And me going, "What's a Bitcoin?" And them telling me, and I was like, "No, that sounds stupid." 
does I remember this conversation fair. to this day. But, but this and is survival bias. Like, think of the number of people mm, who are like, yeah. if, if yeah. someone's yeah. like, do you want to buy a monkey yeah. Yeah. NFT? Just, and I'm like, yeah. no, obviously not. Sure, I know, a, I, yeah. I know, I understand, but also it hurts. Yeah, yeah, just every time I saw the price oh. go up. But knowing me, the minute it got to like 40 quid, I'd be like, oh my God, sell it quickly. I can buy loads of yeah. pints for that. And yeah. that would have been it because first year yeah. uni Emily, you know. That yeah. would have been even sadder in a way. And then it, it, it would be saved yourself quite a lot of sadness really with that smart decision. Anyway. But what is a Bitcoin? But what do do do? How do so, Bitcoin? How yeah. do do? So I'm going to just say what I think, right? And then I'm oh, going to invite... He's going to take a wild stab in the dark at what yeah. I'm going to invite That's the all wave, anyone is doing. The wave of whatever's coming at me. I'm ready. Um, so, to my mind... Oh, smooth. Um, I'm... So, this is really jazzy. <laughs> it's really jazzy. I've been listening to Hi, you. welcome to Crypto Chats. <laughs> Elon Musk, please don't cancel us. Thank you. Right, okay. So, money, right, is basically, the way, that, the way that money works currently, this is from an excellent video that Emily Bates herself is in and forwarded to me. Um, I see Panorama. Who wants uh, to be the... a Bitcoin millionaire, I think it was called. Oh, I'll share it on Twitter. So you have a ledger, right? So you've got like a... a a ledger of your money, how much money you have, and that lives with the bank, whatever bank. Uh, oh, sorry, my, lives... my white balance has gone really funny on my camera, so I'm just gonna try. Welcome to my life. Um, <laughs> that lives with whatever bank you bank with, so they have a ledger of how much money you have. Uh, if you want to buy something, then you ask someone to contact the bank and say, Look, can you just take some money out of my uh off my ledger and give it to you and then i'll give you this service or good or whatever in response and what you're doing is you're trusting the bank to be like right i will do this accurately i will accurately update both ledgers and we're all good so your trust remains in the bank and can i just ask a slightly just broader question about about money um like how do money? Well, my partner was going on about the gold standard and just spent ages looking up money stuff the other day. And it, am I right in thinking that once upon a time when we had currency, it was based in something that was real and solid that was valuable because pe someone somewhere would always buy it, i.e. the currency was like tied to gold. And now that ledger that you're talking about is just made up. Like it's worth that money so, because everyone agrees it is. It, it, my understanding is it works like this, right? Before money, you had stuff which was had a value, like salt, and then later gold, Yum. right? And then after a while, um, goose. What, or <laughs> to a, keep it a physical to the goose. <laughs> and after a while, what you wanted to do is to say, look, I don't, I don't want to have to give you like three bars of gold and carry them around with me. So what I want to do instead is I want to give you a piece of paper which says that I will give you three bars of gold. I'm good for it, right? And... And then, then the problem is like, well, how can I trust you, person I've never met, to give me this this monies? And they say, well, okay, what I'm going to give you is a piece of paper that's guaranteed by the government of this country, right? So you can go anywhere with this piece of paper, and the government says that anyone you give this piece of paper has to has to give you whatever you want for however much it is, three gold bars worth of stuff. And so the government guaranteed the currency, right? So. In one instance, the government is guaranteeing it. In another instance, it's the bank. Power in both cases is centralized around those units. 
what the block uh, what the bitcoin does which is about blockchain in a second right what bitcoin Hello. is bitcoin says instead of one person having the ledger who you just trust we're going to give the ledger to everyone who, who will take it everyone's going to get a copy of the ledger right and then whenever a transaction is made everyone is going to have to check the ledger everyone's going to have to verify how much you had how much you're going to end up having and then everybody's going to have to stamp it like sign it off so you don't need a bank and you don't need uh, a government to guarantee that so now you've millions of computers basically so if any one of them tried to do a kind of, if any one of them tried to do a crime and say, no, I've got loads of money in my ledger, all the others would be like, no. No, you don't. That's a lie. Yeah. So, um, God, this is aggressively jazzy, isn't it? <laughs> a, let's just try this one. We're not going to get copyright striked for this on uh, YouTube, are we? Yeah? Who is going to this for this? Talking over it will be fine. Um, yeah. So, uh, oh God, it's so jazzy. Right. So, um, Essentially, what the Bitcoin does is it says, what what Bitcoin does, it says, right, everybody's going to have a copy of this ledger. You're all going to check every time someone does a transaction. So we don't need a, a, a single power who's going to guarantee it. We're all guaranteeing it. So we're going to cut out the middleman, cutting out the banks, we're cutting out the government, whatever. So you can trust sense. everyone. I trust this. I'm going to go out and buy some, some cryptocurrency. Show me no. I'm convinced. What it, what it relies on, right, is it takes work to do that, right? Because every time someone wants to do a transaction, you have to update the blockchain, which is basically a history of every single transaction that's ever been made on Bitcoin. Oh, it sounds Bitcoin, so evil, doesn't it? The blockchain. That's cool. Bitcoin has a blockchain, right? And every time you do some transactions oh. on Bitcoin, you have to add, you have to write those into the blockchain, like write it down in the book, the blockchain book. <laughs> but to do that requires... Lap requires energy right you have to compute your way onto it but actually what it really requires is it basically means you can't have one single person whose responsibility it is to do that because then then they will be the guarantor and all power will be concentrated in them so it has to be at random one person in the network just gets chosen to oh. update the blockchain but because it costs you the person doing it some time and some money you get rewarded for it so if you update the blockchain, if you're the one who is randomly chosen to do it, you get rewarded with a bit of Bitcoin. And, and that's and what... to be clear, by, by saying you, you do it, you mean you give your computer's processing power exactly. over, it's not a manual over process. to it. Yeah. No, yeah, you will you give your computer to do it and your computer does it. So everybody and that and that's what Bitcoin mining is. It's when you give your computer's processing power over to the Bitcoin to basically try and be the one who updates the, the chain, the blockchain. So if you choose to give your computer's processing power over to it, then it will try and be the one that adds the information to the blockchain. Mm -hmm. And what's, but, but what's interesting is that the, in order to be the one who is chosen, the way that it works is you have to solve a, you have to basically solve a problem. You have to solve an al algorithmic problem. Um, and the more people are trying to solve it, the harder the algorithm gets. It's a scale. Oh, so the reason so, they do the problem is to whichever computer does it quickest. Is that it's to randomize it who gets it's to randomize who gets chosen to update the chain. Right. Wait. So everyone everyone is having to put in like energy and work in order to create in or just in order to random. You're not getting yeah. any actual benefit from that. It's just a randomization engine. No, you're just 
hoping that your computer mines a Bitcoin by doing it. It's like entering the lottery. Yeah, and paying it. Yeah, exactly. You're paying a bit to enter the lottery. And it's a and it's supposed to incentivize people to become part of the whole network so that you empower the blockchain itself because yeah. more people are checking it so it's more powerful. And do, but does it when you you know when you pay into the lottery, all the money that everyone's paid kind of exists and goes into a pot of money that exists. Whereas when if you're just but you're not paying money and you're just giving your computers processing power over, but right? Like, so is all that process processing power being wasted is what I'm saying, because I've heard a lot yeah. about the carbon footprint of, yeah, of it is. crypto yeah. and everything. Yeah, it is. So is that it not actually achieving anything or making so anything? The idea no. is that the more people join the blockchain then means that they're more likely to spend money. So there'll be more blockchains being mined because there'll be more checks going on and more computers will be trying to find the... Um, Trying so to you have more the chance. You're increasing the stability of the blockchain. That's yeah. what you're doing. But yeah, but it's what's, really bad for the environment. <laughs> what's super interesting though is that, so the blockchain just works by having this one, not blockchain, Bitcoin just works by having this one blockchain, the Bitcoin blockchain, which everybody's trying to update, right? You can make millions and millions of other different kinds of cryptocurrencies, right? And they basically they all operate by saying, look, we need some people in the network to do a job for us right and it's not always just about updating the blockchain like for ethereum what it is is so ethereum is or was the number two currency or maybe it still is i don't know cryptocurrency and it's actually ether is the name of the currency and ethereum is the sort of programming network that it runs on what ethereum does is it says actually we want to make a blockchain for programs we want to make a programs that are run by this network of computers so if you put a program onto our network oh. it can only be run in this one way it cannot be changed right it's just run by the network and you can never change it once it goes onto the network that's it but to do that requires processing power right so when you become so the, the way that you are paid if you are part of this ethereum network is in ether the the their particular cryptocurrency so it's not the same as blockchain and you're not being paid to update the not same as bitcoin so you're not being paid to update the, the blockchain you're being paid to run these little programs right so there's a distinction so, between crypto being bad for the environment and the blockchain being bad for the environment. Yeah, and the blockchain, I don't know if they what they they use it for other stuff like security purposes. I think you can it use can it. Be yeah, you can use it for whatever. But I think there's an issue with the blockchain in that the more information you add to the blockchain, the more processing power is required to keep yeah. transferring. It's more bad. Very isn't it? Well, they have these big like crypto mines. They call them in in Iceland because the computers get so hot that they put them in these cold countries in order to try and bring the temperature of these rooms down so they don't all overheat because it's just filled with servers. And the other Just all mining cryptocurrency. And the distinction is there's a difference between owning a crypto coin of any variety, like a coin of cryptocurrency, and taking part in the blockchain in terms of the mining. Like it would be, it'd be po it's possible to own a Bitcoin and not partake yes. in, the, exactly. in the blockchain. Exactly. So the yeah. thing that's really bad for the environment and is taking up lots of sort of servers and great load of heat and like contributing to climate change and stuff, Energy. that's a specific kind of um, way of making a cryptocurrency work. Like, so for example, for Bitcoin, it's the, the blockchain thing. Um, They're all blockchain. But all, all crypto oh. stuff requires computer power, processing power to work because it requires oh. uh, it's all bad tasks for the environment. to be done that are spread throughout the network, yeah? No. And you get and paid in these cryptocurrencies for doing those tasks. And aside from it 
but aside from it being bad for the environment, the other sort of worry about it all is the fact that um, you're not putting your faith in a bank or a government, but in a network. Why are people worried that a random network that should be sort of automatic is less reliable than a country or a, a I d- bank? I think it's... I think well, it's mainly because you have no oversight of it, right? Anyone can use it and no one can stop it from being used. And at so some you, it's point, great at laundering cash. At oh. some point, governments could try and get involved and it could crash the whole thing. Like, there's no sort of, there's no guarantees in place anywhere, really, other than just, hey, the blockchain. But yeah. there's no guarantees for normal money, is there, either? Because it's no longer based in reality. We all just true. agree that it's worth something. Yeah, that that is true, but I think maybe people are more concerned because you know governing bodies have a little bit more accountability than hey the, the blockchain ga- um the know. guarantee is like how much do you trust the government to be stable right which is why all current people are freaking terrified of people always invest their money in places like england which they think is stable so that the <laughs> money does, there's no run on the cash since 2016 <laughs> since i don't know it's still a pretty the stable UK place to invest stable your cash since 2016. <laughs> But also, it like, it's why people—it's why people buy things like silver and gold, right? Because yeah. that, that is Property. guaranteed to have a value in the future. It's like a—it's a safe investment that will yield a return. It's not very much. Yeah, property is the the main one at the moment. That's how you do it. Property makes sense. This thing about like even even like historically having a silver standard or a gold standard, where you're like, well, these things never you know lose their value, always puzzled me because I was like, what is it about humanity across the world that they're like? want shiny pretty like it's it wasn't actually useful it was they just made like mm, i want jewelry i want to be beautiful well, currency was physical currency was invented in medea was it in like anatolia in like three thousand years ago i remember listening to there was the the british museum did a really good podcast series that was like the history of the world in 99 objects or something oh, nice. um, history of the and, world and all the shit we stole yeah pretty much <laughs> history of the world kind of we it. used to own um oh god and it was like yeah i think it was in medea or Medea? I'm not sure how you're supposed to pronounce it. Uh, media, maybe. maybe it's Definitely media. media. Probably not media. <laughs> I don't know. I don't go with Medea. Ancient Greek. We work in media. <laughs> I work in media. <laughs> Check out our new currency we're calling it. <laughs> like, all the ancient inhabitants. It's just an old, a load of journalists being like, oh, yeah, we work in the media. <laughs> I've made a currency. It's the most insufferable city in the world. Well, I think well, the other thing to do with gold, though, is that it's so chemically stable that mm. it doesn't tarnish over time. Yes. Like, it's not like other metals that would have been available that would have I think that's corroded. the key. I'm like, not like other metals. You, you, yeah, but you still need people to want to buy it from you. If, 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 if people suddenly decide that gold is out of fashion, then everything yeah. is worthless. It's always just seemed... Tenuous, I don't know. Andy, in chat is making a, a in, Andy in our Twitch chat is making a really good point saying Bitcoin is only worth something because of other physical currencies. So the only reason Bitcoin is worth anything mm. is because it's worth a value in the real world. Because no mm. one's going to, if you just went, hey, I've cre- created this mm. digital coin, um, please, it's worth £100,000. Please, may I buy a house? Um, you then, need the so pounds. Say, no, you need, it, you need a conversion. Sorry, correction. Based. I said it was media. It's not. It's Lydia was the name of the kingdom. That is got that wrong. In the seventh century BC, and it spread throughout Ooh. Greece in the following centuries. But what I find interesting is like that early period of, of adoption of one kingdom was like, right, lads, we're gonna say that this apple is worth five mm. of these shiny discs, yeah. and then mm. the way it works is all 
all services and products can be exchanged for these discs. But then, like, if you're not from that kingdom, what's the incentive? But, it's but supply it, and it demand, isn't it? Yeah. It, it all comes back to capitalism, basically. But I think, and I could be totally wrong here, but I think in the, in the olden days, when, when the currency was coming in, back in um, the you, you would have lots of different kind of currencies that are just sort of spread around, right? Have been traded around across the world and you would just turn up with like, yeah, here's a little Roman, little golden Rome thing. Here's something from India. You know, there's a little Chinese one. I mean, and boom, how much will you have for these three things? Yeah, yeah. They're worth about this much. And you'd be like, mm, I don't fancy it. Or yeah, I love China, I'm heading there right away. So they're only ever worth as much as anyone's gonna give for you. It's supply and demand, exactly. like Bates said. And, and that's how currencies kind of spread. Because if, you know, if England is using a, a currency worth this lot, and you know, you're living in France, you're like, oh, someone is gonna pay me a load of stuff for these little token coins. Now these token coins are worth, have value because I know someone will buy them off me. And it's based on trust, right? It's like you can't, all of it is based on the trust that you will get back what you have given over for this token. And that's This episode of RP Geeks brought to you by capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to guess when the, um, the when the banknote was initially developed. Oh, um, I'm gonna seventeen twenty three. Bit oh, early. I've gone no. early. I've I gone really I, early. I am going for. <laughs> oh, I think early. I'm going to go for eighteen thirty one. I'm gonna go. For, wait, what did you get for Ali? Seventeen. You cut, I'm not gonna tell you. I want to go. I want to go somewhere like I don't know in the middle or not. I'm not tell you. Seventeen um, eighty-one. Oh, she's gone in the middle. So yeah. the development of the. I'm reading from the wiki here. Yeah. Uh, everyone donates Wikipedia. Uh, the development of the banknote began the in, the, in the seventh century AD. <gasps> God damn it! Ali wins the Tang <laughs> Dynasty, uh, and paper money was yes, first introduced in the, the Song Dynasty in China in the eleventh oh. century. Okay, oh, well Ali was uh, over a millennia out, but still yeah, beat me in China. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. God! Damn it. China's and in the 13th the century, it became known in Europe because of Marco Polo and other travelers. Marco! Um, hey, what? Uh, Marco Polo's account of paper money during the Yuan dynasty is the subject of a chapter of his book titled How the Great Khan Causeth the Bark of Trees Made into Something Like Paper to Pass for Money All Over His Country. What amazing! <laughs> Also, that was the title of the that book. Was the title. <laughs> That's so Is there good. a cool anagram you can make out of it? Is it spell oh, a word? The... <laughs> no, you can <laughs> <say> no. <laughs> Does it have one of those awesome little sort of like monk style, like filled in first letters for each word? Oh, oh, no. little, you know, of a little man with a fishing rod or something. I know exactly what oh, you mean, man. but it's beautiful that you call them. So, called this is interesting. Person. It's it's on the whole thing is on the wiki source because you think of these things as like you know Marco Polo wrote mm. about this. Like how long mm. must it have been? It is like maybe a thousand words long, and the footnotes on this page are about five times longer than the actual <laughs> thing itself. Amazing. But also, it starts because it's so conversational in this time when there were people were writing these documents. It literally starts. Now that I have told you in detail of the splendor of the city of the emperors, I shall proceed to tell you of the mint which he had in the same city. Um, People were made different back then, you know? I could listen to that, like, oh, for a whole... Just keep reading. That's a good five minutes of content right there. Oh, that's a great final <laughs> sentence, though. Now that you have heard the ways and means whereby the great Khan may have, and in fact has, more treasure oh. than all the kings <laughs> of the world, and you know all about it and the reason why... Wow. And now I will tell you of the great dignitaries <laughs> which act in this city on behalf of the emperor. 
I think you should you should run a D and D game, Simon. Just using just that voice that. as the person like doing telling everything. You should be on the like the British museums. Like you press a button and you hear the voice tell it. And ah, read you this parchment in front of you. More racist shit. Chapter twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh boy, thanks Marco Polo. But I just, I also love how dismissive the whole thing is. It's like, get it, like these guys are, are taking tree bark, right? And then they're making it look a bit like paper and then they're saying that has cool. value. That's pretty cool. What Crazy. are these guys doing? Um, do you want to hear a bit about how... Um, Brex, Brex again too. Yes, that's exactly the... what I hear about. Because you were like, oh, it's crypto, but there's sort of like gold crypto and silver crypto. And you're like, oh, it's D&D plus the real world. How does it work? Because oh, like, in D and D, you have I think it's four. You get electrum, copper, silver, and gold. Platinum. Electrum. Oh, platinum. Five. Fuck five. It's, electrum like has mute. no place. Yeah. It's, it's like smaller than a penny. Harsh. It's so small that you could swallow it. I'm just full of electrum, probably. It's like, like anyway. um, yeah. So it works because it. So banks don't exist in the same way, right? Brax again too. On Brax again too, because okay. I was thinking, right? You think about guarantorship right your cash has to be guaranteed by something stop this stop what? whatever it is that you're doing what is simon, it? What is simon it? sent a meme to our whatsapp group which is very unprofessional <laughs> but it's very funny oh, it's that... uh, it's actually on the rp geeks discussion <laughs> yeah, discord. On the discord which is in simon's discord uh discord of dr simon clark fans do you want to discard because we're all Dr. Simon Clark. <laughs> not me. Very much not Apart me. from Simon. Simon's the biggest Self-esteem issues. <laughs> we're working on it with him. We're working on it. Ali, tell me about cryptocurrency on Brexagam 2. Yes, 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 yes. Right, so um, currency has to be guaranteed, right? Somebody's got to guarantee it. And the yeah. issue with traveling between planets when you don't have lights, like faster than light travel, right? Is that you could be hundreds of years oh, away no. from something. And if you carried a currency that you had on the original planet, the thing that's guaranteeing it could have been destroyed by the time you reached it. Oh no, so planet, true, right? yes. So there can be no single currency for the whole of the Alliance, it just doesn't work. So what you need, so basically what the Alliance does is it allows each different world or system to have its own set of guarantors for each currency. So basically that everything has their own currency, right? Yeah. Um, and you get some centralized guarantors, right? Depending on the way that the world evolves. So on Braxagantu, for example, you would have seen spoilers. In you'd have seen in the bar, right? That you would have some people paying with guild florins, right? So you'd have seen that as a specific thing, right? But you might have also noticed that some people were paying with armada shields because the armada obviously does a lot of traveling around space so they would be carrying their currency with them and it would have all of these of things would have just looked through. like someone just like waving a, a, a like sub sub what's the word exactly they could have they would have just been like pit, chip and pinning themselves yeah. these things so you wouldn't have yeah. seen it but, contactless yeah contactless um, baby yeah yeah okay so those are like some oh of the God. more widely used currencies right oh depending on the power of depending on like how powerful the the organization is that's guaranteeing the currency if we already made um, the comparison to the knights templar sorry i tuned out for a second because i was looking up an etymology because that's, no. no. that's that's similar to how like the knights templar in crusade period 
um, used to operate basically as a bank. They were just the largest organization that you could be banking in the Holy Land with them, give them a promissory note, and then that would be like upheld by the bank wherever you were in Europe. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's Did they become amazing. a huge sort of like international banking system? They became huge and they became so big that it was oh, Philip II or something. One of the monarchs of France was like, I want that money and basically just seized everything. And that's why the Knights Templars just kind of vanished. Um, really? Is that why there's all those legends about them having just shit tons of gold stashed somewhere? Yeah, it's, it's like, and why they've been tied into stuff like the Da Vinci Code and all that kind of stuff. So the reason I was excited just then was because I, I was just curious what the etymology of florin was, because you said about guild florins. Um, it's originally just from flower, because the original coin that was minted in Florence had a fleur-de-lis on the reverse, which was the of city course. So That's here, cute. have my flowers. That's so cute. <laughs> well, That's Simon. so infinity. She needs to get the florins going. That's, uh, yeah. Not that you would ever see them because they're all just yeah. done with electronically. Can I just but, ask so about the difference? Because, you know, we were talking about like, oh, it's cryptocurrency as opposed to other currencies. If it's being, if there is like a, a bank or a government on Braxigantu that is um, guaranteeing it, would that make it no longer a cryptocurrency? Well... Okay, so those currencies that I've talked about are yeah. the guaranteed ones, ones where there's a centralized guarantor, but the alliance model isn't like that. So the alliance model understands that it cannot, the alliance can't guarantee from a centralized hub. So what it says is that you will necessarily have cryptocurrencies develop in whatever uh, place you colonize. Now, those, for those cryptocurrencies to work, you're going to need to put in some processing power to change the blockchain, right? Or whatever you're using to to decentralize that, that network and, and whatever you're using is that ledger, right? That decentralized ledger. So the price of citizenship to the Alliance is to give a little tiny bit of whatever processing power you have to run the currency. Oh. And so there will be a currency which is the alliance's chosen crypto this is what your mandated citizenship you don't have to be a citizen right but you lose a lot of you know perks but then there's also there's all the other ones which would normally exist right where you just people have just started them up and people choose to give their processing power to make them anyway so that's the sort of scope of the different currencies you have but what where the platinum silver gold <laughs> copper comes in is simply about how much trust people put in the stability and the worth of those coins. So it's tiered by gold, silver, platinum, but not in that order, though. Right? You might no, but you <laughs> might find that actually the actual currency that you pay with changes its value. So you might be it might be worth copying and then it becomes something else. Wow. Um, but generally speaking, the ones that are rated gold and platinum don't change their value very much. Um, so when you say so, dedicating part of your processing power, you imagine this is like an internal processor. So I was Sounds wondering. quite spooky. Are you, are you talking about everyone having having uh, not cryo crypto um, blockchain? No. You think um, about your mobile phone, machines right? in them. It's, it, <laughs> yeah, but everybody has a you know it's it's like your mobile phone, right? You it's right, yeah. it's yeah. an external level. device. It's not like an implant. Well, it could Cybernetics. be. It depends whether you have an implant or not, right? You just have to give some piece right. of processing power which is connected to the network. And when you, and in terms of giving processes power, is that um, verifying an event in the blockchain? Like what what that's is that used for? Exactly, that's what it's for. It's just to do those little tasks which are required to keep the currency working. Does that mean, like in um, the blockchain in Bitcoin, 
you can be the one selected to do a certain thing and therefore you can win more money by just not doing by just by giving over processing power well, no, or is it more the processing power you, well, is just your payment into the incentive being the alliance? For, for doing the processing power is that you may be given money right yes like you may be given whereas if the if the incentive for the process for giving your processing power is to the blockchain being the is alliance, citizenship, that makes sense. Then, yeah, yeah okay yeah exactly okay. that makes sense that's it and um, and obviously, it being the future as well, my thought was that so part of the reason that that crypto so blockchain, Bitcoin, fuck these words, Bitcoin is so <laughs> like people like it is because of the decentralized nature. They're like you can't, there's nothing you can do about it, man. It's out there, right? I mean, no one can, no one can change every single person in the net network. That genuinely is the good thing about it. Like we, there are a lot of bad things about it, but that really is a good, a good thing about cryptocurrency compared to normal that, currency. I, Can you change normal that, currency? Uh, it's safer than like online banking and stuff like that, supposedly. Okay. Because it's harder to target. Like you could target a bank yeah. with a massive hack, but you couldn't yeah, target okay. everyone in the block. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. The security the level is really high. Um, unless you're in the future and maybe some things could exist which could target a network that large. Oh I just throw that <laughs> but out also, there. But future also the plot other, point. <laughs> one, one of the other major downsides of using crypto currently is that like not very many places accept crypto as a form of yeah. payment, right? And if you want to cash out and sell your crypto, it's actually very difficult for a lot of currencies. I don't know. I didn't buy the 20 pound one. <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> I was reading today, um, it was this year, I think it's El Salvador became the first country to yeah. accept a crypto oh, cool. uh, currency. Like, except, cool. was it Bitcoin? Was like an Let's find currency. out if it was El Salvador. Google. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't have any. Public service broadcasting. Okay, bad podcast content, everyone. We've gone quiet. I want to know about that. I'm waiting to hear about We're waiting for the Google. El Salvador. Yeah. It has officially adopted Bitcoin as its currency. Wow, that is amazing. How big is El Salvador? Well, you're on the wiki. Gotta get back to that. <laughs> I'm gonna guess it has a population of like 2 million. I am really bad at guessing okay. population, so that's I'm gonna go with sure. I'll say 1.8 million. 2.2 million. Oh, oh, boom. Yeah, suck it, Simon. <laughs> you're all so horribly wrong. It's 6.8 million. Oh, Sharmony wow. wins. <laughs> Great! Well, I have no concept of how many that is. I don't even know where El Salvador is. <laughs> well, I have I'm no so idea. It's geography. It borders Guatemala. El Salvador. Get on, Ali. Does that uh, mean um, when you said so? So El Salvador this globe has no names. El Salvador accepted Bitcoin as 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 a currency. Is that like its only currency or is it a currency? I assume it's great question. One of I assume it's surely one. one of two. Yeah, at least. Can you have more than one official currency? Apparently the US dollar. I, think, uh, I don't understand this. Yeah, Holy. When the euro first got brought in, I expect for yeah. a while the other, like, the uh, franc and stuff was still accepted in France yeah. for a bit. Okay. I'm assuming they didn't just go, no, euros only, go away. Hmm. Um, yeah, maybe, I don't know. So maybe they're phasing out their other currency in favour of Bitcoin. Anyone from El Salvador in the chat? <laughs> Statistically, it's very unlikely. <laughs> you never know, it might happen. Um... But yeah, whereas like if in the future it's a white, there's like a critical mass, right? That like it kind of runs away, you know, that that, that just negates that disadvantage of, you know, having to cash it out for liquid mm. assets. Um, yeah. yeah. That this is all... such a fascinating idea, Ali. Yeah. Like, and I cannot believe the amount, the level of like thought you've put into this. I'm like, it's amazing. It's so cool. Thank you for making such no a great world. 
Yeah, let me we just check the wiki the uh, for wiki. <laughs> Get that Ali, wiki going. You're going to have to write the wiki. You're the only one that knows <laughs> this stuff. Uh, will we call it the Braxigantu wiki or the RP Geeks wiki? Important question. Um, Do you plan on leaving Braxigantu? Uriel does. Uriel has very yeah. strong feelings. Well, this is something that isn't the conversation has come up. Infinity doesn't want to go. Infinity doesn't want to. I know. I was just pushing that down the road because I was yeah. like, oh, that will be a down the road. Uh, either a very <laughs> emotional goodbye or, uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, that feels like a natural point to um, tie things off for the podcast. Um, how do we end this again? We plug our socials, Simon. That's Glad you asked. <laughs> RP Geeks D and D. Thank you so much for uh, listening, watching in, tuning in today, everyone. Um, we've had a great time. We have some some dangerous plans in our D and D campaign. Um, we have loads of exciting science topics we've brushed on um, and hopefully we'll come back to in future weeks. Um, but give us a shout out if you've got particular things that you want explained, if you've got ideas for big topics or just answers uh, that, to your burning questions that you have, you can get in touch with us um, in various places at RP Geeks d d on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, on TikTok. No, I said that, Twitter. Discord. That. The Discord, join the Discord. It's, it's Dr. Up. Simon Clark fans. Uh, There'll be a link in the, in the description. <laughs> and if you're listening to us on the podcast or watching on YouTube, why not join us on Twitch? Uh, we go live Wednesdays, 7 p.m. UK time every week on twitch.tv forward slash Dr. Simon Clark. You're missing out on a whole bunch of miming and stifled laughter. Attempts Unless you're watching on YouTube, which you also see that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> podcast oh, listeners, if we ever go fun. quiet for a little bit, we're probably pissing ourselves. Yeah, we love like, our podcast laughter. listeners. Though we we are always thinking of you, podcast listeners. We and we're always like, what do our podcast listeners want? So if you have any suggestions on that, like, leave know, a comment, rate five stars, you. tell other people, <laughs> download Give us engagement, engage. engage, engage. Oh God! <laughs> right. So that is all for now, and we will be seeing you uh, next, week. next week with our, I think, final uh, standard campaign. For the um, year. Episode of the year. Thank you so much for joining, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.